Hello and welcome to The Greatest Movie Ever. I'm your host, Jamie. Thank you so much for listening today. Whether you are listening, make sure to press that follow button so you never miss a future episode. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and on Facebook at The Greatest Movie Ever podcast on Instagram and on Facebook to get behind the scenes pictures, clips and exclusive content. Today, it is part two of comedy movies. We are talking the greatest comedy movies of the 21st century. This is any movie released after 2001 up until the present day. How it works, we'll take it in turns going over our top 10 lists. Depending on where a film ranks on your list, it will get a point. First place gets 10 points. Second place gets nine points. Third place gets eight points and so on. The highest scoring movie at the end will be declared the greatest 21st century comedy movie. So let's get into it and find out which movie will be victorious. So it's a bumper episode. I think this is the most we've ever had on, to be completely honest. It's Aaron, Emily, Jamie, Kieran, Mercedes, Taryn. We are here for the 21st century comedy movie. Probably the most exciting one of them all. I mean, it's basically all I watch, so... Let's see what's going to be on here. Is it going to be more diverse in the 20th century? Who knows? I was saying this before as well. I'll actually, I'll, I'll reveal it at the end because I'm not going to reveal what's going to be high on my list. But we'll go straight into it because, again, with Kieran's uh, analysis, we could be here for four hours. So Yo. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron, kick lie. us off. <laughs> so, Aaron, um, kick us off with your so, number 10. And you're so I'll, I'll smash through some honourable mentions I've got on it. Um, see, this is this is actually hard. This one though, because like, there's I actually feel bad this week for not including some of these. So uh, in Bruges, uh, horrible bosses, Rush Hour Two, Snatch, Lady Bird, School of Rock, Dodgeball, Bridesmaids, <laughs> Four Lions, and I Love You Man. Uh, so they're my honourable mentions. I'm going to go number 10 straight out with a lay donk and score Sazy. What? We, we all know that for. <laughs> what are you going for? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sounds like the sequel to the film about the guy in the, what the, is guy it? In the milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> what? It sounds like the sequel to the guy in the milkshake. You've got frothy top. Stop spoiling my number one, Aaron. Stop <laughs> spoiling it. Uh, so, Lidonk and Scorsese. It's a Shane Meadows film. Uh, it's like it's so British. It, there's so many like random British out. Olivia Coleman's in it for a start, but um, Paddy Considine's <laughs> main guy. I'll give you a quick synopsis, so we're not. Being I was right. getting worried he was talking about this is England then. This is. I think, it. I think this was just after this is England. He did it, and it's a mockumentary. And Paddy Constantine plays this like roadie guy. Uh, he's been like a roadie all his life. He's got no money, and then he meets this guy called Scorsese, who's this rapper. He's a bit nervous. So he's like, I, I, I need you to come on stage with me. And it's the whole plot of the film. The film is, is called La Duncan Scorsese. I thought they were the directors. No, no. Yeah, yeah I thought he was Scorsese. <laughs> no, they're both. He's called La Duncan, and he, the other guy's called Scorsese. And uh, 
it's basically so weird. Like the plot of the film is them supporting Arctic Monkeys um, at Old Trafford. And it, it doesn't well, make it, sense that it's the Arctic It sounds Monkeys. riveting. But <laughs> Shane Meadows is in it all the way through. Like, it's, like I say, a mockumentary. Paddy Constantine at his very best. Someone told me about this film and I was like, how have I not heard of this? Like, because obviously like, like Monkeys, I love Paddy Constantine. Watched it. It is a hilarious, absolutely, it's a hidden, hidden gem. Like, honestly, it's so funny. Um, just British humour all the way through. And I mean, if you like Paddy Constantine, you'll love it. Okay. Ladonkin Scorsese. That's going to win the whole thing. <laughs> That's the only point it's going to get. <laughs> I have to say, why have I Googled it and nothing's coming up? <laughs> <Doesn't exist. laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fair play. It does exist. It's so funny. That's higher than I thought it would be. No, oh, honestly. Hi. like. Oh, Jesus. The... I mean, the spelling of it. Yeah, and as well, like the Arctic Monkeys, like they're, they're not acting in it either, like they're just laughing all the way through their scenes. Like it's so funny, it's so funny, yeah, because they're not going to know, so they're not very good performers. Well, yeah, they can't okay, cool. sing anyway, can they? So, I'm <laughs> not surprised they can't act. <laughs> well, they had Lidonkin Scorsese sort of support, <laughs> so they must be quite good, okay? Well, I don't know which one's which, but we've had pleasure. Let's go to beach. <laughs> Emily. Okay, uh, some honourable mentions. I've got Shaun of the Dead, This Is the End, Super Bad, The Hangover, Bruce Almighty, and Bridesmaids. What was that face then, Jamie? What, what an honourable mentions list. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> some strong ones. Le Duncan Scorsese. Number 10, Le Duncan Scorsese. <laughs> Um, but my number 10 is going to be Booksmart, which is directed by Olivia Wilde. I think it's the yeah. first film that she's directed. Yeah. So I think she's done really well on that because I think it's such a funny film. Um, the, two, the two main actresses in it are just both so funny and they go so well together. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a brilliant film. You can't go wrong with it. And I, I want to watch it again because it's been a while since I've seen it, but I've got that like urge to watch it again. Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, Beat Maybe Lady a Beat Lady Bird, but I think it's funnier than Ladybird. Yeah, it is funnier than Lady Bird. Yeah. Lady Bird's a better film, but Booksmart's funny. Okay, so I will move on to my honourable mentions. So some honourable mentions, Howard and Kumar, Go to White Castle, Hot Tub <laughs> Time Machine, Borat, and Legally Blonde, just missing out. Uh, but my number 10 is a film that I watched most of it today, but I've obviously seen it before, but I wanted to re-watch it again today. And Kevin will absolutely love this one because I'm sure it's his number one film and it is Team America World Police. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you. I mean, what, what a film it is though, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> oh, fucking way. Yeah, I was just watching it again. Like in the first ten minutes, you have Lease the musical, which is obviously a parody on Rent, talking about everybody got having AIDS. You've had Zadat, <laughs> you've had you've had Bin Laden in there, you've had the Eiffel Tower blown up, and you've had God knows how much racial I abuse in there already. It's it's phenomenal, and the fight scene um, right at the start as well, <laughs> where they're all like, Whoa! and they're just running into each other, just like. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just, I absolutely love it. And for what they've done with puppets to make it actually so entertaining and brilliant, it's, I just love it so much. It's better than South Park. Um, but yeah, Team America World Police is my number 10. It definitely deserves a mention as the greatest comedy movie ever. So, Kieran, number 10. Right. So, uh, for my honorable mentions, I thought long and hard about this list. Um, yeah. Definitely didn't just do it spontaneously. <laughs> but, like, to be fair, it was really hard, I thought, like, actually. Because I think it's one of those lists now that, like, I'm going what Aaron said. I feel bad for leaving some of them off the list. Um, but, like, my honorable mentions are Tropic Thunder. I love it. Uh, super bad. <laughs> this one's <laughs> this one's kind of a personal story, but I love it so much. It's Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and God, what? that's not that's not my number ten. That's not my, that's honorable mention. Honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, yo, you you might have to cut this out. But watching that film when high is the best experience of your life. Trust me. Um, and dodgeball, love dodgeball, but my number ten. Jamie's already mentioned it, but it's Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> it is a great film, though. Like it's it, so. I, like Harold said, and Kumar. It, there's so many films that I want. There's other stuff that I didn't even mention, like Forty Year Old Virgin, Old School, Zoolander, Anchorman, Napoleon Dynamite. Like none of them are on my list. There's so many great films that could have gone on there. Yeah, but I think it, Kumar getting the munchies is. It, yeah, it's like one of like the best like stupid kind of comedy movies if you know what I mean you'll see this on this list it's full. I like stupid <laughs> and um and I think what... it's phenomenal as well that oh mate him and him in that and Starship Troopers are like two of the best roles I don't care um but like yeah I just and I love their chemistry like I think um the actors who play Harold McCoom are really good together like I think that's what made made it such a funny film for me um, it's just seeing that contrast collide and stuff like that and it's what set me up for like loads of other comedy films later on so yeah. and Ryan Meadows and his little cameo role is great as well oh, mate it's just so good I it, and again the objective of it is just stupid as fuck but I think that's why I like it, it <laughs> like it, it knew what it was it knew what it was and it didn't take itself too seriously it knew that it was just about a bunch of like two guys or two friends who are like going to White Castle like who just decided to go to white, but it's like so funny and so good and it's so well portrayed and yeah, I just really like it. Definitely, I'm glad somebody had it on their list because I'm sure it's not going to get mentioned again. So, Mercedes, <laughs> what are your honorable mentions in number ten? Oh, uh, I'm having a really bad time over number ten. Um, so uh, honorable mentions: Crazy Rich Asians, Evolution, Happy Death Day, Tropic Thunder, This Is the End, Book Smart. Pitch Perfect, this is 40. 40 year old virgin, not top, super bad, mean girls. What? <laughs> um, and number 10, I'm gonna give to oh man, uh, okay, let's oh, fuck. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna let, let, let's do what? So, hang on, let's downstairs, right? It's gonna be Bubble Boy. Um, which means that I'm going to have to honourably mention um, Hot Fuzz, uh, Tag, The House, and Game Night. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
So Bubble Boy is number 10. Uh, I just love it so much. I've, I've gone with things that I've watched the most and that I love the most. Um, so yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's hilarious in that. Um, we all know the scene. I want $500! You want $500? The best thing is, Aaron said, to, uh, Aaron messaged me before, and he's like, I'm, gonna run a, I'm running a little bit late. And I was like, why, what film are you watching? He went, you want, question mark. And I was like, what, you want $500? <laughs> like, telling me what film he's watching. And he, he wasn't, he just said, you what? <laughs> but I was like, you watching Bubble Boy? Cool. I love Bubble Boy. I've not watched it in years, but I absolutely adore it. So I just, yeah, I had to take tag off and Bubble Boy instead. Sorry, Jamie. Punani. Yeah. All right, Yeah, this was so hard, but for different reasons. Just because there's no decent comedy films made after about 1999. <laughs> that is so. a lie. It's, it's it's so it was so difficult. I mean, it was so difficult. I've still written about twenty films down, but um, <laughs> it was uh, compared to last week when you know that was easy cementing an airplane as the greatest comedy film. Um, so my honourable mentions this week go to uh, the Longest Yards, Johnny English, Bad Santa, Bad Grandpa, We're the Millers, Vacation, Happy Death. Day, Fighting With My Family, Bruce Almighty, Zombieland, The Inbetweeners Movie, and The League of Gentlemen's Apocalypse. So, um, yeah, that's the Honourable Mansion. So going on to number 10, we'll start the list off with a British film. Um, and it has to be Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa, <laughs> in at number 10. <laughs> um, this is oh, definitely one of the best um, or certainly recent British comedy films. You're taking the staple of a, you know, I, I would say he's known across the pond now, certainly Steve Coogan is as well, since he, he's branched out, look at things like Philomena and whatnot. But, um, you know, the Partridge character, Semenes, I think he was voted on, on Gold the Ade best comedy characters of all time a couple of months back and he was yeah. voted the number the number one yeah. comedy character of all time which is probably quite deserving and forget I, your forget your academy awards or like yeah. Grammys, the <laughs> gold there, no. best like, comedy the awards Taryn, <laughs> exactly. i think i think i watched that was it just like a group of people around a table with their heads and stuff and like putting it from one to ten it was yeah it was a group of yeah, british it was, comedians it was awful they did they <laughs> did one way <laughs> Was no, Steve Coogan was in the top ten. <laughs> no, no, she he was knocked off the list because it's shit. Lord. Um, <laughs> but um, I think you know, I'm Alan Partridge. Knowing me, knowing you, this time with Alan Partridge, all those different you know versions of Partridge over the years accumulated into one film. What better than a character like Partridge in a hostage situation? It's like a heist film and a crime film all at once in a hostage situation in a radio station. Um, classic, classic characters from the series, classic catchphrases as normal, uh, definitely deserves its place uh, at number 10 for me. I think the annoying thing was, when I was looking at this list, I mainly put American stuff on there and I completely forgot about like Johnny English. You forgot that you were British and that there yeah. is a country other than America. <laughs> no, like, because again, like most of the stuff I watch is American. However, I absolutely fucking love Johnny English. It's like one of my favourites ever, but unfortunately, it's not on the list anymore. But that's a very, fucking, very, very honourable mention. I do. I mean, except he didn't even make the honourable mentions. But apart from that, he <laughs> fucking loves it. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't get into Johnny English like at all. 
I've only seen the first one. I've never seen the second or the, the third. I heard, I heard the third Kaluuya was better. Is okay. So right. much fun. I love them. Great. I don't really like Austin Powers, though. So I don't either. I don't. I don't see why people like it. It's not. Hey, yeah. there you are. Well, hi, yeah, no, you don't know where you are. You're there. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when you do it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, number nine, Aaron. Um, let's go for number nine. This isn't typically one of the most funniest films, but I've got to put it in there because of just like the eight, one of the last scenes. It's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great film. Okay. Brilliant film. But it's just that end scene I was just on about to Emily before, like when he takes the acid cigarette. And I won't spoil it, but just from that moment on, it's one of the like best pieces of cinema. Like probably one of my favourite scenes that I've seen in like a long time, and it's just absolutely hilarious. And like um, the whole like uh, bond that they have with each other all the way through the the bromance that they have, it's it's really funny, really funny all the way throughout. I have to say, I. I watched it in the cinema and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it better on a second viewing, but it's certainly one of the only films in recent memory where I have laughed out loud and people turned around and looked at me and that was at the end scene just with the flamethrower. That's all I'll say. (laughs) That just made me piss myself. (laughs) I think with Once Upon a Time Molly, it was one of those films that I didn't class mainly as a comedy. There was stuff like that in Knives Out. I absolutely love Knives Out, but I'm not counting that as a comedy. But that could make an honourable mention. And the nice guys. I mean, Django's, Django's funny. Oh, like, Django's yeah. funny. The hilarious moments with the KKK. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah that's Jonah Hill, isn't it? <laughs> They're a funny uh, old group. They're a funny old group. They are. They are. <laughs> I did well, not know that. To okay. be fair to them, you don't have to pay to get a membership. It's free. Do <laughs> that. Okay, Emily, number nine. Before he starts recruiting for KKK. <laughs> Recruited. I'm not the spokesperson. I'm not the grand wizard. Jehovah's <laughs> Witness of KKK. That's what you're doing. That's what they're actually <laughs> called, though, aren't they? They're actually called like the grand high the grand wizard. Wi- That's like yeah. what they're called, the main guy, the grand high wizard. What kind of weird thing to be? I mean, you look like a ghost. <laughs> anyway, I mean, this is a funny podcast, so we're okay. It's comedy, isn't it? So it's allowed. I'd be a ghost wizard. <laughs> okay, Emily, number nine. <laughs> okay, my number nine is Ghost World. Um, <laughs> what a nice swipe word. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and I think Thora Birch, which I'm not sure what else Thora Birch has been in other than um, what is American it? Beauty. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, yeah. She's the little girl, which I was yeah. like, oh my god, when I found that out. But, She's on cameo. Um, She's on cameo. How deep down in cameo I know who else is on cameo. He's probably the second rate. He's hired yeah. after him. Sure, yeah. What oh, is she like? Two oh, quid. I was showing uh, Aaron the other day of our favourite guy, uh, Joe Gertner. He absolutely loved well, him. Well, oh, well, He wasn't just showing me, he was shoving it down my throat for four hours. Like, just like over and over again. The sad thing with him is, is that will be his sole income these days. He gets no work in the wrestling world anymore. He just makes money. He just makes his $3 a video on Cameo. $50? Yeah, he'll only get $3 at the end of it. $50? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's how much people pay. I mean, some people pay more, but yeah. So, anyway, Ghost World, it's a comic book adaptation. There you go. It is. Yeah, I know. I've never actually read it, but I'm sure it's great. You should get it. Add it to your collection. But no, it's. He has actually, yeah, I should be encouraging. <laughs> Best thing is, Mercedes yeah. looked at him and went, I looked at Aaron and it, it just made me jealous. It made me want to buy comics. <laughs> <laughs> it does look good, to be fair. But um, anyway, yeah, it's it's a really funny film. Similar to Booksmart, it's two leading ladies that are really funny together. They've got a really funny friendship and um, it's quite like cynical humour. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just really funny if that's the kind of thing that you like. Steve Buscemi's also in it, which is... Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, you can't go wrong with Steve Buscemi. <laughs> you can't. You can't, but no, yeah, it's one of my personal favourites on my list. Like, I could just re-watch that over and over again. Love it. My number nine is the first duplicate already, and it is my film of 2019. It's Booksmart. I absolutely love the film. It's one of those films that I went into expecting okay stuff, and then it just blew me away of how amazing it is. I love Caitlin Dever and Beanie Feldstein's amazing. And um, Jason Sudeikis as the, the teacher and Uber driver as well later on as well. It's just phenomenal. And uh, the guy who, like, I can't remember his name in it, but basically the boyfriend, like the one who fancies uh, Beanie Feldstein's character, uh, he's just great in it as well. And it's it's just a great coming of age story, especially if you're the type of person as well that didn't really have fun or do much in high school and just to have that one night just to go out and do whatever you want and just try and obviously have a party and basically get laid uh, kind of thing, isn't it? And it's just um, amazing. And it was, like I said, it's my film of the year in 2019 because it just blew me away of how much I enjoyed it. So yeah, but well, smart. Than that. <laughs> well, that's just the whole thing. It probably should be, but then looking at the rest of the films, it's like, yeah. it, I don't think it can get higher. <laughs> I need to rewatch it because I feel like things like Tag and, 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 uh, and Booksmart, I know I love them, but I've not watched them in like about a year. So they're not fresh in my mind. I've never seen it. Never seen oh, it. It's on Amazon. Watch it. It wasn't made before like 2001, was it? So you know, <laughs> that's probably why. I'll, I'll give you an embarrassing moment. I've got Emily saying, um, Can I reveal like what you was going to have on your list when you're happy, Gilmore? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was writing my list. And I was putting loads of like rough ideas down and I, I wasn't really thinking about it. So then I was kind of like telling them to Aaron and I was just like listing off. I was like, yeah, yeah, Happy Gilmore. And he was like, Happy Gilmore. I can hear Aaron saying it in that way as well. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, all right, I'll take that off my list then. Somebody definitely dis- didn't listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> no, because yeah, I haven't released, released it at this point, so we're okay. It is mad though how you think that films are like were released sooner than than they were. I mean, yeah. I I saw earlier today it's the twenty. They're doing a four K special edition re release for its twentieth anniversary of Shrek. Shrek came out Why? twenty, 20 oh years God. ago. What? Why in twenty 4K? years? Ago. Why not? Because it's the superior. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it's a trend on here that I hate everything, but Shrek is drastically overrated. 
I am oh, yeah, sorry, but it really is. It's one of the greatest animated movies when ever. You, nah, when you live with musical theatre students who quote that thing fucking every day, oh, oh my no. god. Are you not coming to see Jamie as captain of the guard? Oh my god, this is... I would yeah. rather watch Shrek over you and over and over movie. again than watch a single scene from Harry Potter. <laughs> okay, I can kind of understand wow. that. I could understand that, yeah. Fair enough. Um, if it was Lord of the Rings, I, wish... I would kick shit. Don't you dare, Aaron. Don't you dare. Don't you no. dare. Don't start wish, it, Aaron. Uh, don't start it. <laughs> I wish uh, that he was on last week, Kieran, because it just was like four hours of Jamie and Saren just doing quotes from movies. <laughs> 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 oh, We've not started yet. We're only on number nine. Uh, yeah, wait until we get to the top five. That's where the quotes start. Believe me. Oh. Uh, this is where I just whole sing film. the whole this, I mean, this, of We Have Eight. Well, I mean, this is the whole thing. Like, you rate a comedy film on based on how much of how quotability it is, like the quotability of the movie, because that's how much you enjoy the film and you want to repeat it all. That, that's obviously why mine are so high on my list, because it does have that re- repeatability. Factor. I would argue, though. I would... That, uh, sorry, go on, mate. No, 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 you, you were first. Go I was it. just going to say, I, I would argue that whilst there are definitely films that I can quote lines from here arguably films from the 80s and 90s were much more quotable than the films that are on my my list now and i think that just goes to show how comedies evolved and i'm telling you now aaron not for the fucking better <laughs> but anyway kieran it is your number nine i think it's the only one on this list that's the sequel Oh, well, technically, if you can now count this one, but like I, I was, I would say it's a sequel. Um, I really like the first one, but I think the second one I live a lot better is 20, 22 Jump Street. I struggle saying it. Fucking hell. 22 I'm Jump Street. Are you ready for it? <laughs> uh, well, but you know what is a number 22 Jump Street, though, don't you? It's Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is like that Julia Roberts. Bert, Bert. <laughs> wasn't that all improvised like was it actually I swear he just oh, told yeah. him just like just go up there and just say a bunch of shit about the guy who the girl who died or something. <laughs> um, Cynthia but... <laughs> Cynthia <laughs> oh it's just so and um but I think it's like home to like one of the best plot twists like of fucking um the guy the girl that Jonah Hill is with is Ice Cube's daughter I yeah, don't know that actually. Oh, honestly, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Honestly, I didn't know. Like, no one has that. ever figured about that plot twist. Like, with most plot twists, you can kind of get like, well, yeah. I was gonna say with most of them, you kind of get an idea of, you know, the fact that like what it's gonna be. But with this one, it just so out of the blue. No one expected it. It was like pure. Like, it was just so good, and I remember everyone in the cinema just going like. <gasps> And then laughing, like you know, like it was one of the only times where I've heard like a gasp before laughter kind of thing. It was Maybe really put cool. the captain's daughter. <laughs> put the captain's daughter. My favorite bit. It's got to be say something cool. Like that's it's so funny that say something cool, something cool. That is very amusing. I just think like. They did so well. Which was, I don't think anyone expected it to be as good as it was. Like the first one or the second one. Like, and I'm not gonna lie. I think that they should just keep. I would love a 23 Jump Street. Don't get me wrong, but I think they should really just keep it how it is. The best thing about 22. 22 Jump Street was at the end when they did all the fake posters for like all the yeah. Ones yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Jump Street. Yeah. 
And I love like, how they like again they spoilers. What they <laughs> spoilers. I, I've only seen the first one, and it was good enough it's for me not, not to want to worry. watch. It's the not second a spoiler. One, so. It's not a spoiler. Yeah. It's a post credit oh, scene. Don't you worry. I shan't be watching it. <laughs> but it's like it's sick because again, it knows what it is. Like you know, like one of my favorite like jokes, and it was like when it's like they were moving over to 22 Jump Street and it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to miss the Korean church. It's like, yeah, it's good that we have a Vietnamese church just across the street and it's like a much bigger one like with a much bigger sign and stuff like that. And it's like, I, I don't know, it just perfected so well. I didn't, I love both of them, but <coughs> sorry. <laughs> I prefer, like the second one was just so good for me just because yeah. it surprised me the most, it being as good as it was. So, Okay, Mercedes. Uh, I've been sat here nearly changing everything, but I, I'm not going to change anything. Stop I'm it. just going to crack, crack on. Um, uh, this one is for literally one scene. <laughs> Making my way downtown. Uh, it's white chicks. <laughs> oh, I forgot scene. about white chicks. Just for that scene. Um, it's easily scene. done. It's easily just done. Just for one scene. <laughs> it's got no, so like, I, I, I know I love it. I just can't remember a lot of the rest of it. And that scene's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. White Chicks is brilliant. It's hilarious. Um, it was like like one of those brilliant, just shitty, like so easy to put on comedies. You can just put it on when you're like going to bed and relax. Oh, my poodle. Oh, my poodle. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Okay. There's loads of films out there, though. I can't, I can't even remember. I can't remember that. Or I can't remember like uh, Wedding Crashes. Oh, my God. We'll talk about wedding crashes later. I remember Terry. <laughs> I remember te- um, Terry. Cru- Terry Crutcher in White Chicks. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I was just gonna say I remember him being funny in some aspect in the film. Um, yeah. that, that that's about as memorable as it was. Easy white chocolate. You know what they say? Once you go black, you end up in a wheelchair. Well, that's, <laughs> uh, that's incredibly racist. <laughs> he says it. <laughs> I'm just quoting it. I'm just quoting it. <laughs> I just write this in the book. It's in the book. <laughs> okay, Taryn, finishing off number nine. I pledge allegiance to the band of Mr. Schneebly. Yay! <laughs> so I've got the School of Rock as number nine. Um, in- it's an interesting pick for me because I'm not really a fan of Jack Black, to be quite honest. I don't get me wrong. I love Tenacious D, but as far as Acting, I, I certainly don't think he's a bad actor. I just don't necessarily like any of the films he's been he's in, apart Jack from Black, Well, yeah, he kind of plays himself, which works exactly for this film. That's probably why it works so well. Um, I think the cast is pretty stellar as well. Um, Mike White, who plays Ned Chibley, is a great um, actor in it and a great character in it. I don't think he's really done much since then. But, of course, you've got Joan Cusack in there as well, who um, I can't remember the name. <laughs> can't remember the name of the teacher that she plays. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it, it's just one of them films. So it came out in, what, 2003? So I would have been, like, 13 at the time. It's one of those films that you just grow up with, and it's an easy watch. You can watch it over and over again, and you watch it again when you're older and you pick up on certain aspects that you wouldn't have picked up on when you were um, a child as well which gives it that um, rewatchability, if that's a word no <laughs> it means i was drunk yesterday yesterday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm quite i'm quite happy they never went ahead and made the sequel when they were trying they've to done the music. stage musical though, haven't they it's, it's got they have have you seen that you saw that didn't you or did you not no no um yeah, i didn't yeah, see yeah. it unfortunately 
But it's on West End, so I mean, the option's there, maybe. I think it's going on tour soon. In 2030, when we're all allowed to go back to the theatre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but um, no, I, I think it... Um, I mean, could you class School of Rock... Oh, no, it wouldn't be a musical, would it? No, of course not. No, because no. it's... Shut up, Karen, you don't know it. what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, School of Rock, number nine for me. Yes, nice. okay. Number eight, Aaron. Ooh. You and me, me and you, the best together. This lemon What the fuck? <laughs> well, was it the elephant? Was it the elephant? Did you say? Is that the elephant? That was that monster zinc. Is that monster zinc? I do not know that from monster zinc. <laughs> um, oh, I've yeah. seen it in ages. Billy Crystal, I just so like naturally funny. Um. I think like they wanted him for Woody. Oh no, they wanted him for Boars, uh, and he was too busy doing another film. And then Pixar got him back for Monsters Inc. And it's it's, it's like it was made for him, like yeah, that role of Mike Wazowski. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just a funny. I think it's Toy Story. Toy Story would be the funniest one, but I think this is the the one that comes closest, like animation wise, for me. Is uh, it's probably. Yeah, it's, it's the funniest animation of Tony is what I can think of anyway. Yeah, it's quite simple humor, isn't it? That really works for it. Just that bit where that kid just says his name and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever, kid." And that fucking monster bites his arm. That's a laugh out loud moment in itself. I love the bits where it's like they have like uh, he's on TV and it blocks out Mark, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm on TV." <laughs> Am I right in saying that they're doing a sequel TV series for Disney Plus? Is that out in the next month or so? I don't know. Do I, I wanted to say that's true. I've heard about it. Mercedes, I'm surprised Mercedes doesn't know. Yeah, I should know that. They released that many different titles that night. I'm, I've lost track of some of the smaller ones. You might be right. The only thing that matters to everybody is Obi Wan, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am excited for the new Mighty Ducks soon with Little oh, Taron. Can't wait. With Little Taron, did you just say? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. I forgot about Little Taron's film. Oh, yeah, my God. You what? love that film. What film? So, you know the film Good Boys? The, one of the kids in that, I always say, is Taron. <laughs> I always say, it's you. You look just like you. Uh, I want to give a special honourable mention to the film Good Boys because it's fucking... What is Good Boys? Yeah, I also like it's it. A, it's basically, it's a Jacob oh, Chandler, yeah. the main character, and it's three kids who are like 11 or 12. And uh, yeah. basically, they 11 uh, or 12. I am 30. Which child? No. <laughs> pictures I've seen of you when you were that age. Why well, have you been like... looking at pictures of me from when no. I was 11? <laughs> it's, uh, it's the whole um, video, isn't it, on, uh, on YouTube of when you talk right? About I'm googling that. it. Let's have a look. Images, <laughs> good boys. I've been meaning to watch good boys. Good boys is amazing, it's like, really good. It's well, I definitely good. don't look like the one on the left. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's the other one. Uh, uh, because well, yeah, yeah. he has his hair like stuck up like you used to as well. And obviously, yeah. uh, he's doing Rock of Ages at the time as well. So it's the whole musical aspect of it all as well. I'll get so okay, take it as a compliment. And it is a great film, Good Boys. Um, a super special honorable mention to Good Boys <laughs> because there's so many. Um, but yeah, anyway, Emily, number eight, unless it's Good Boys. <laughs> My number eight is good boys. No. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, my number eight is 
You and me. Exactly. Me and you. <laughs> Look at my list. Right. <laughs> I promise we didn't plan that, but <laughs> somehow done that again. I'm sure we do that like every time where we're missing something. Is that the elephant man again? <laughs> <laughs> my number eight is Monsters Inc. Um, basically, everything Aaron said is exactly what I was going to say. Like, See, I'm I'm just a genius, really. I, I'm living in the wrong time. I wasn't going like, to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Crystal in this film, like as Mike Wazowski, there is not a funnier character. Like, you can't convince me that there's a funnier character than Mike Wazowski. He, he just, oh my god, he's so funny. We watched this not that long ago, and even like however many years on, it like now that we're adults, it's still so funny. Um, That's one of the things about like some of these comedies. It's like, it, like Rush Hour Two. When I was a kid, it was like the funniest <laughs> film ever. But then like when you like grow older, it's not even that. Funny. Yeah. It's Why not, Rush Hour like, Two? The best thing about Rush Hour Two is the post-credit scenes where they're doing the spoofs. Yeah, and he's going to be in Rush Hour Three. He's going to be in Rush Hour Three. I know like so many quotes from that film. It's like Chinese bamboo, very strong. How do I even know that? No, the best thing is the number one. That's like right at the beginning when he blows up the car, and he's all like. Yeah, yeah. When he blows up the car, like <laughs> Wait, that bit where he's singing uh, "Don't Stop" by uh, Michael Jackson is like, "Come on, come on, Lee, come on, come on, Lee, come on, Lee. <laughs> I do love Rush Hour. I put you know it on my Shower Two, the number one film of this. <laughs> Definitely not number three. We're talking like about Monsters Inc. and we've gotten to Rush Hour Two. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Tucker's better than Mike Wazowski. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Wazowski! My my number eight is I am McLevin. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) This is my actual ID in my wallet. Um, So if anybody asks, it's like I am McLevin. <laughs> there it is. There's my, pop, there's my pop figure. What a film it is, though. That pop figure looks like Sean Sandbrook. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like... Oh, Jesus. He's had a fucking pop figure made of him. <laughs> um, but I think Superbad is... It's just a phenomenal. It's one Look of at those, Aaron, he's um, dying. <laughs> Aaron's dying. <laughs> 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 Superbad is very good, yes, I know. Really um, like but like I said, what, Michael Cera, Jonah Hill, Emma Wait, Stone, and um, obviously Krista Mintz Plass. Superbad's phenomenal. It's, again, so many great lines in there as well. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what those girls are all like, oh, I'm so wasted. I wish I didn't have sex with him. Man, we could be that mistake. There's just so many great lines in the film. <laughs> Again, like everything with McLovin and with uh, Bill Hader <laughs> and Seth Rogen as the cops, it's just great. And when they finally get to the party and they're all like, finally have their moment and stuff, and he's all there mm. having sex with the girl, and he's all like, mm, I have a boner. <laughs> it's, just, it's just great. I, I, I love super bad. You okay, Kieran? I'm just looking at Aaron. I can see how like how hard he's trying to hold back. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. And then Emily just like went off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Super yeah, Bad is, is my number eight. Is, 
I love Sinbad. Kieran. <laughs> I just see Taron just shaking his head. Yeah, I, I can't put myself watching that film. Have you watched it? What? It's so no, good. no, because, you know, I, I have a thinking brain that needs to be you... used, you know. I got, no, I can't put myself through that. Sometimes, sometimes you need them films that you just don't yeah. need to think about. Superbad isn't bad, as in like critically rated. It, like it is highly commended by critics. It's a great film. I think it's not one of those shitty films. films. Like some of the films that I've got on here aren't like, yeah, but like what, highly rated. What, but what worries great. me is that you've got Superbad at number eight, so that means the seven films to come that. Luckily, you deem better than super bad, but you know, I mean, what was I your think, nine and ten? Uh, Book Smart and Team America were police. And you think and you say super bad's better than them? Super bad is one of the greatest teen comedy movies ever. Yeah, I think I, I'll I put think... it like I don't think it's as good as American Pie, but I put it on a high level towards American Pie. Make well change my list now as well. Mm. The thing is, yeah, to take um... it off, hopefully. <laughs> The thing is, is I have the same problem with Superbad as I do with something like The Inbetweens. Like, I, like when I watch it when I was younger, like, in my adolescence, I fucking loved it and shit like that. I could relate to it. Watching it when older, it doesn't have that same like, impact, if you know what I mean. I Like, I cringe more at the jokes just because of how much they're talking about, like, dicks and fucking and shit like that. But obviously, when you're past that stage, when... You're like what? 14, and all you want to do is drink and party and fucking shit like that. But in well, you do always want to do that, but in a more mature way. <laughs> it's just like you know, it like when yeah. I watch the Inbetweeners, I don't feel the same. I still love it. I still like like it, but it's just not the same. If you know what I mean. It's really that, that's what worries me about watching something like Super Bad now because I've never seen it. I feel like. I've passed the peak of me being able to enjoy it if yeah, I ever probably. would. Yeah, if I'd I, watched it 10 years ago, I might have found it funny. Now I just sit there shaking my head saying, shall we put 2001 A Space Odyssey on instead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... but I think, but I think move, there's, like, there needs to be movies made like that that are just like dumb teen movies that like exploit teenage adolescents and shit like that. You know, in a really dumb way. Oh, no. because when not another teen movie. Oh, I was. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to have that on your list, Jamie. I wouldn't. No, I don't. Oh, I was actually so I close to put on epic movie. <laughs> Jamie's got meet the Spartans Spartan. on his what? list. No, no, this is bullshit. <laughs> we all know superhero movie is the best for Drake Bell. <laughs> okay. Superhero movie has got Leslie Nielsen in it. So. I did forget about superhero movie, and that does <laughs> make me laugh. I mean. I mean, just just throw a pin in the street and an accident happened, and I'm the only one there that can stop it. Just do, bam! Tom Cruise bit is the best thing about the film. It's amazing. It's just Look, Leslie Nielsen when he shoots. Why are there no clocks in here? <laughs> he shoots that fucking nail gun when he comes through the door and he jumps out the way. He goes, wow, how did you do that? And I can't remember what he says. He says, oh, it's easier than it looks. He just turns and shoots that guy in the crotch. He goes, no, I don't think so. That, that's the best scene in the film. But anyway, Kieran, what is your number eight? There's only one word I could use for this film, and that is really fetch, you guys. What a film. <laughs> mean Girls, it's Mean Girls. <laughs> I love Mean Girls so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, it's so good, mm-hmm. and the fact that it can... One thing, one aspect about like comedy films, especially that I really try to hold to them is longevity. I can't speak today. What the fuck? Longevity. Longevity. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> but 
But um, and I think with like a film like Mean Girls, is it is definitely one of those films that I expected to like less and less over time. But in a weird way, it's, it hasn't got more and more. But I think it's just stayed the same in the fact that I still like it in the same way. I still watch it in the same way, and. Yeah, it's just a really good film. It's a really funny film as well. My argument is that yeah. Mean Girls isn't just one of the greatest comedies; it's one of the greatest films ever made. Well, um, my argument is it's it, no room. It's neither one of those things. <laughs> what was that, Aaron? My argument is it's neither one of those things. What? <laughs> it's such a sick... What have you got against Mean Girls, Aaron? I don't think I've seen it. You don't think. What? You don't think. <laughs> I can't remember. I probably have seen it, but I can't remember. Oh, you've you watched it. You know you've watched you it. You remember. Yeah. Yeah. So he yeah, needs to watch it. it, right? Right. You need to watch it. I think, I can. I think I've seen it. But like... No, 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 no. There's no thing. I mean, <laughs> if you're from Africa. Why are you white? Why are you white? white? <laughs> oh, my God, Karen. I'm just going to ask people why they're white. <laughs> Just a question. Shockingly, whilst it's never going to even make my honourable mentions, I didn't actually mind it. I've seen it a couple of times. Um, it's got its moments. That, that's it as, that was what Joe said. Oh, yeah. It's got its moments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think me it and Taryn have turned into like the two older guys and the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, with the lit, other films I have on this list, I, um, I'm going to get a couple shaking heads, not going to lie. But I'm, I'm sure see. mine's gonna be worse. But I can guarantee you will be. <laughs> can I change my list? Oh, why? Because uh, I feel like white chicks shouldn't be on there. I feel like it's just been a normal mention. Um, sorry. Hey, you guys used to do it all the time back in the I, day. Uh, we, did back back in we did day. it once. We did it once. We did it once, and it was mm. and because Karen forgot about the road. And didn't even do anything anyway, did it? Yo, but <laughs> the, the film. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Rob. What, what are you talking about? What are you replacing white chicks with? Um, uh, super bad. Cool. Oh, hey. Oh, you should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what is your number eight? Um, my number eight. Um, has just changed as well. It is gotta be Mean Girls. I've taken out hey. Meet the Fuckers, so we'll honorably mention Meet the Fuckers. Meet the Fuckers was on your list. Yeah, <laughs> me and my fuckers love it. It's like it's one of the films that, you know when you watch it with your family and like it's one of your family's films. That's why, because it was just special. To oh, okay. Me. But it's off the list now, so chill. Um, yeah, I mean, girls, amazing. You know, all the quotes and the musical. We went to the musical in New York, didn't we? And it was just absolutely incredible. Cannot get the songs mm-hmm. out of our heads, and they're going to make the musical into a film as well, which is going to be amazing. And then they might make the, that film into a musical. Yeah, maybe they will. <laughs> I bet it's Your not as good as the book. <laughs> it's, just, it looks like, it's based on the book. Is it? It oh, looks like careers, but like Amanda Seyfried was, you know, is incredibly hilarious in it. She's absolutely brilliant. I and, don't uh, have any talents. Uh, there's some, yeah. there's, there must be something you can do. Uh, I can put my whole fist in my mouth. Want to see? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, uh, Lizzie Kaplan, I absolutely adore Lizzie Kaplan, and she's brilliant as Janice in that. And um, obviously Rachel McAdams, like seeing her in that, and then seeing her in everything else she's done. I mean, what a contrast! But yeah, and Damien is fucking hilarious. And I wish I had my, hoodie. my hoodies upstairs. But yeah, I might go get it in a bit. Cool. Anyway, okay. yeah, Taryn, number eight. 
Yeah, I am. Um, since everybody's changing their things, I'm just going to go back <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to change number six and seven from last week just to start with. <laughs> I'm so... Oh my God. <laughs> changes now. That's it now. No, I'm going to change. I did have at number eight. I did have dodgeball at number eight, but I think it needs to go into my honorable mentions because I want my number eight to be Jojo Rabbit. Um, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Well, exactly. I, Jamie, yeah. you're uh, much better at pronunciation than me. Um, okay. The director and Hitler himself. Taika Waititi. Mr. Wiki Wiki, I'm going to call him. Mr. Wick Wick. Mr. John Wick. Yeah, I'm going to call him John Wick. John Wick in that film is brilliant. I mean, the... It's it's a it's a very if you watch it from a different perspective it's a, it's a very hard watch and there's definitely a couple of scenes in there which I think the juxtaposition of the actual scenes and uh, and the film itself mirror each other so well it's a classic example of a film which you know the tackling at such a sore subject such a difficult subject um you know with the the Jewish people of course and the Nazis and of course the portrayal of Hitler in this. And the juxtaposition and the way that they present it is done so well in such a comedic fashion that you almost forget how awful this is. I mean, spoiler alert. Uh, has everybody seen it here? Yeah. 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 No, uh, I mean, yeah spoiler alert. Uh, if you're listening, uh, fast forward now. Fast forward now all the way to Jamie's number one, which will probably be <laughs> not another team movie. Um, <laughs> I, Jamie's the, got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 scene with the the hanging of of his mother um and the the, the end scene as well um it is harrowing really if you watch it like that but for every point that there's harrowing he's literally just around the corner to just jump in yeah. and say something in such a way that you forget what's just yeah. happened uh, and I, I just think it's it deserves its place on its list as a comedy because it's such a clever film um definitely one of the better ones from from the last couple of years it's, I think it's, it's one of the best things about it yeah i've got to see i think but um, Scarlett Johansson is 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 very very good in it as well. Um, what's he is he called Roman Davis the kid, the actor? I'm not sure. I think, sure. I think he is. He's, like that, yeah. um, he's 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 very good in it. He's very good. I think uh, it was so funny. Um, the leading up to it, they asked him like I said I've said this before, but like, they asked him what the film is going to be about, and he was like, oh, "I'm going to play an imaginary friend. Oh, I'm going to be Hitler." I'm just going to be like a child's imaginary friend as Hitler. And he was pitching the movie like as the worst possible like uh, subject ever. And he, you just thought like, like this is going to be so weird and soulful, but he pulls it off. And a film that like, like it's cliche, but like it actually made me like tear up loads and also like cry out loud, like laughing. Like we always say about uh Go give that American a hug. Yeah. <laughs> it Rebel, Wilson. Rebel Wilson strapping a grenade yeah. to a German kid. And the German <laughs> Shepherds. Oh yeah, Probably. the German Shepherds. <laughs> Probably the only negative thing about the film it's is Rebel Wilson. like Rebel Wilson's in it. But apart from that, <laughs> she's good in it. Though, she's like, okay I don't like it. Rebel. Yeah, I don't like her, but like she's good in that. Oh, she. Uh, no, to, to be fair, she's good in that. And and fair plays to Mister Wiki Wiki as well. He's very good. John Wick. <laughs> Okay, to John Wick. <laughs> we are on number seven. Lucky number seven, Aaron. I've gone for uh, 
David Fincher film and um, called Seven. Because then that came out in 1995. I've gone for... Squid's head in the box. I've got one. It's not one of my favourites, but I feel like it just has to be on the list. Uh, And it's Step Brothers. Um, I remember just growing up and like everyone just quoted this in like high school. It's just... Everyone's seen it. Everyone finds it hilarious. It's like... I don't really know many people that don't like it. and he made so many films over the, that period, and it's probably his best and probably his most funniest. Uh, I mean, there's so many lines, but the, my favorite is that uh, pow, 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 that guy. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a fucking Kellerwin the wine mix. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, it's brilliant. I've still never seen him. Wow, really? You're not seeing it. It's all right. It's It's bearable. Yeah, I don't think it's... it's, Did we just become best friends? Yep! Yep! Okay, my number seven is... I didn't want you to say step brothers. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We're the Millers is my number seven. Yeah. Um, I think this film is so funny. Like, I haven't seen it too recently, but I'm pretty confident that if I watched it now, I'd probably, like, be crying laughing. I mean, I hope I'm not just jinxed No it. regrets. Yeah, no regrets, exactly. No it's, regrets. Oh, it's such a funny film. It's like, the seagull guy, isn't it? The seagull. The seagull. His eyebrows are like a seagull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will Walter, I think his name is. Will yeah. Walter. The whole cast in it are really funny. Like, there's not one of them that, that aren't funny, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with it. I feel like it's one of those films that's like Step Brothers, where there was a phase like a few years ago when it was really popular and like everyone loved it. Um, so yeah, I think it's one of them. It's just a really good, funny film. You know what's funny to say, right? I actually think like Jennifer Aniston is actually well funny. Yeah, she when is. She it, is very good in that. Yeah, she, she is. is. Yeah. In Horrible Bosses, she's really funny. She is, yeah. She's funny in that film that I watched last week that I can't even remember, even though it was, like, number six on my uh, top ten comedy base. films. Yeah, Office Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's really funny in Friends as well. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. Okay. Um, talking about trends and everybody watching it, it's one of those films that basically took over the whole comedy scene, and it was one of those films that everybody's watched, and it is... Sin City itself, it is, I don't care what happens tonight. I don't care if we kill someone. It's The Hangover. Hey. Everybody's watched The Hangover. I mean, it's just great. It gave us Zach Galifianakis. Ed Helms is amazing. We watched it the other night as well because I wanted to rewatch it before we did this podcast. It was one of those films when it came out, it absolutely could dominate. Everybody watched it and talked about it and it was just so fucking good. And I rewatched it again and I absolutely love it. And Ken Jeong is amazing in it as well. Um, I'm sure we we'll talk about Ken Jeong a little bit later as well. But um, this is second best. Third oh, best he's best. picked number one as the mass singer he has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I mean, Community is his best role. But um, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. That um, ha, gay! <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah, like Ken Young in the hangover is just great. Like the bit with the way he comes out of the booth just completely naked, just like battering over. Oh motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole Mike Tyson uh, bit 
the Heather Graham, um, the whole tooth. I mean, it's got one of my favourite endings ever where they actually find the camera and get to relive the night. Just yeah, yeah. And That's, they just yeah. all the pictures of it all. Um, I absolutely loved it. And the, the sequels are okay. But um, like the Hangover one is synonymous. It's one again. That's why it's on my list. The first Hangover. All of these ones are here, like some of the greatest comedy movies ever made. Uh, the Hangover. It's like incredible. It, I mean, Bridesmaids was tailored as like the female version of the Hangover, and it's good. It's okay, but you know, Melissa McCarthy in it. So, um, but <laughs> but the Hangover yeah, it, is just phenomenal. I think it's such a genius concept as well. Like it's one of those kind of like when you talk about the plot of the movie or like the synopsis or even just what it's about, like you're, you're instantly hooked to that idea. It's a really cool idea for a movie. And like, yeah, it just had, everyone, I think it was Everyone in it is amazing. One. Like I said, Ed Helms, Bradley Cooper, Justin Barfer, even though he's not in it that much, but, um, and Zach Galifianakis, like the whole bit, like I know Mercedes was saying that she went to Vegas not so long after. Nicky, my things to tell, my story. <laughs> um, <sighs> when, when she obviously it just finished and everybody's there with the hangover merchandise and everything and how great was it when he was like with Alan where he's just wearing his little satchel and he's all like what's that purse you wearing is that it's not a purse it's a satchel wait I was thinking about Jones has one (laughs) I was thinking about uh the hangover like yesterday because I was like it has to be on the list but then I I took it out just because like I've not seen it in ages how do they get a baby yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it'll no, be funny. The, the baby's it's in there the room in the Heather oh. Graham's baby. Because Heather Graham. Ah, right. Because I was thinking, like, them. how the hell do they actually get that baby? And I what, Carlos? Think. Like, the, the baby bit where he's wearing the sunglasses and stuff is great. And mm. then the bit where he's at the dinner table goes, hey, kid, hey, hey, look at the baby. And he's just there jerking off the baby. <laughs> I just feel like it's a bit. I don't Comedy know. Old. Honestly. <laughs> No, it's when like fucking guy like wax the car door into the beam. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. It's just like I said. I, I mean, it's a, it's a whole great line of it all. It was like, uh, we're gonna go. You're gonna be my spotter, and we're gonna we're basically gonna like take over Vegas. We're gonna win everything. And he's just like, you know, no blackjack takes a lot of work. I don't think you're smart enough to do that. It's like, well, tell that to Rain Man because he basically robbed Vegas and he's a retard. He's like, a what? A retard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh. a great film. I said, I'm so glad we rewatched it before, and um, I love it. Anyway, Mercedes. No, Kieran, sorry. It's Kieran. <laughs> That's the alphabet. Me, yeah. K comes after <laughs> Um, But yeah, my number seven is School of Rock. Love it. I like, yeah, it's one of the comedies I grew up with. Uh, instantly quotable. I, it made me like, well, it didn't make me a, a fan of like rock in general, but like, I think it was that aspect to it that like really dragged me to it. And there was a lot of songs from there that I wouldn't have listened to or like had in my head if it wasn't for School of Rock. So I think that as like a young kid, like, you know, listening to like that film and like watching it and stuff like that, it would. It's just so good to like watch again and sit still hold that significance and that comedy factor to it. And and like yeah, like um who had it also in their list? It was, was, it was me. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was me. Yeah. Um I'm the same with Jack. I'm not a big fan of Jack Black like at all. I don't really like the only other film that I watched with him in is Tenacious D. And I loved I loved that, but it was more not for Jack Black, it was just the whole concept of it. Like they're just trying to find a pick. Um, 
but yeah, School of Rock is sick, and it, it's not a comedy that will get old for me, like ever. So yeah, no, it won't. Yeah, you're right. I definitely need to watch it again soon because I've not seen it in years, but it is fantastic. And, uh, don't forget as well, oh, like, so none, none of you mentioned it, but Sarah Silverman as well. Oh, yes, she is. She's not she's, funny at all. She's she a Disney princess, Alan. She is a Disney princess. She's, she yeah, is Princess that, Vanellope Wreck it, Von Ra- Sweet. Wreck-It Ralph is fucking shit. Fuck what? Shut <laughs> out. What? It's rubbish. It's I, so bad. Wreck-It Ralph is amazing. More like Disney absolutely shit. Are you serious? <laughs> You're a creative, aren't you? <laughs> I'll wow. agree. I, I don't agree that Wreck-It Ralph is shit. I think it's good, but I agree that Sarah, Sarah Silverman is shit. I don't like her either. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, that's why I don't like Ricky Ralph because of her. Though, like, she's just painful. Like, boy. That's the, what she's she supposed to be. But then Von Sweet is supposed to be annoying. Yeah, well, it's Sarah Silverman. I love it. Like, it's just her face. <laughs> you don't see her face in Wreck It Ralph. Fucking face. <laughs> Isn't she like horrible as well? Probably. Horrible. Probably. She's let every comedian inside her. Anyway, Mercedes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still in shock. Um, uh, my number seven, oh, we've done an Aaron Nemley. My number seven is also The Hangover. Because we watched it recently. It wasn't going to be on the list at all. Um, I kind of like got. Oh, Christ. Oh, she's gone. She's gone. She was, yeah, was talking say, about was, that so autism film. You froze him. You froze him and you gave anything you said. <laughs> My internet is unstable. Um, the Hangover, because we watched it the other night. It wasn't on my list. And then, because uh, I'd gotten over it, but then we rewatched it and I really enjoyed it. Again, the cast is brilliant. Um, all the small parts as well, like Ken Young and Heather Graham, hilarious. Um, but yeah, like you said the other night, the birth of Zach Galifianakis is absolutely hilarious. And the first time anyone had ever seen him. Um, Ken Young uh, jumping out of the back of the car. Uh, and yeah, like you say, when I went to Vegas, it was not long after it had come out and literally every store was full of merch and all the guys walk around with a t-shirt as if they've got the baby on the front of them. Um, and I had to get some kind of t-shirt as well. And yeah, um, I was I was in the middle of saying something before when you said you couldn't hear me. I can't remember what I was saying now. Um, but yeah, but the, uh, the, op- the way it opens, the fact that it opens with like... The, one of the end scenes, like you know, the in media res, um, and you're like, shit, what's happened? I can remember. <laughs> can't tell me nothing. Playing in it, the soundtrack's pretty good for it. I think. Yeah. I'm sorry, I fucked yeah, up. It's just Chris. And again, like the, the like whole scene say, the in the end. police station with the stun guns in the face. In yeah, the oh face. my god! Yeah, <laughs> the kid, that kid. Oh my god, that kid is hilarious. Um. <laughs> yeah, that good. Um, but yeah, and like you said, the bit on the end credits with the graphs, fantastic. But yeah, but my my thing would just be more Justin Bartha because he's cute. So yeah, but yeah. Karen, you look itching uh, to say something about the Hangover there. I I, I saw when what year did it come out? Probably about two thousand seven or eight or something. No. Oh yeah, oh, God, been was earlier, it yeah. that late? No, yeah, I think two thousand seven so, uh, maybe. I think I saw it the year it came out, so I would have been 17 or 18. It was all, I think I've seen the second one. I haven't seen the third mm. one. Um, yeah, it was all right. I don't really remember much. I remember Mike Tyson being quite funny in it, but he's just 
funny because he can't do shit, can he? So he's just funny anyway. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Oh, what's it? Oh, there we go. Um. But like yeah, his scene right. with Phil um, Collins, I can feel it calling in the air tonight. <laughs> oh look, this is my favorite part right now. Just... <laughs> And he just knocks him out. Yeah, why well, can't him out? Is, is there a tiger in now without my yes, tiger? Yeah. What do you say, Alan? You forgot about that. I didn't hear that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that's the only bit I remember. That's the only bit I remember from it. This is great. But um, yeah, go on. Okay, Taryn. Oh, is it me? Number yeah, seven. You. Um, it my yeah my number seven is the film with arguably the greatest sex scene in a film. Team ever. America. It's got to um, be. And it has already been mentioned. It is Team America. World. Yes. Um, that I makes it number seven. For I will me. never die. Never. <laughs> so yeah, I love it. If you. I can't promise that if you pro- if you promise that I will have sex with you right now, I promise I will never die. Um, very much reflective of what's already already been said. Um, uh, what was I, I've got nine terrorists going down Dakawakalaka Street as well. That's quite a funny one. Muhammad Muhammad Jihad. Oh my god, this acting is incredible. Uh, what else is he saying? It's me, it's me. I think he's saying, "Kiss me, kiss me, smarter, smarter motherfucker." Other than that, I just I love the fact that they parody Michael Moore in it as well. Um, there's the um, I the think he must. Have been bowling for Columbine when the, he he used a there was an animation scene in Bowling for Columbine and it was very reminiscent of South Park and because Matt and Trey do South Park he, they he didn't go to them for that he didn't really need permission but it was very very close to the edge of looking like South Park and they felt like he should have come over and asked if it was all right and because he didn't and he kind of took the piss out of South Park at the same time as doing an animation in Bolivar Columbine they just got back at him by tearing into shreds in Team America that bit where he just walks through going Team America and he's got fucking hot dog in his hand and all the fucking food down there <laughs> it's, um, yeah it's uh, it's it's a it's a it's a film that that stays with you. But again, I think it's it's a it's a clever one. I think it's people remember it for the you know the slapstick in it and the um you know and and the quotes itself. But the puppetry in that is quite phenomenal, really. <laughs> the, the the way they've done that, and I don't think he gets enough credit for that. I mean, I it's it's better than Thunderbird. It's better than Stingray. You know, it's it's better than Cat. Well, anything's better than Captain Scarlet. Um, No, it's (laughs) it's um, very well, very well written. Very well for the time. I haven't seen it for years. I'm slightly worried to go back and watch. I was watching it it today though. Even though I've seen, I've seen it 10, 15 times, but probably not for about God, probably about ten years that long. Um, so I'm worried if I go back, I won't find it as fun as I used to. So you I'm will. quite happy probably to never see it again. It's okay, everyone. Everything is bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably I enjoy it more if it was like, if it wasn't puppets, because that's what like makes me not like it, because I grew up with Jerry Anderson and I love Thunderbirds. Well, the, <laughs> Stingray, the puppets, is, it just the puppets like, what it makes just, it even yeah, better. I think it's the... 
Yeah, I know. I know. I just feel like it like it, it upsets me. I think it's <laughs> the type of film that in a post-COVID world would be great for me to re-watch it with a group of people. Yeah. So yeah, even yeah. if people have seen it before, or even if people have seen it for the first time, just a group of people just rewatch it all together will probably, yeah, yeah, make it for me. And again, it's one of those films that I quote nearly every day as well, especially when the house is cold and all they're going, "I feel so cold." <laughs> Sorry, babe. It looks like it was a one-way ticket. <laughs> it's just, it's just really like, ever got the idea? I mean. If you've ever watched Danger 5, like Danger 5 is very similar. It's kind of like just puppets as well. It's just phenomenal how we do it. It's, I mean, I don't know how long it took them to make, but I mean, the fan scene at the beginning is phenomenal. Probably a day. Tower. <laughs> Probably a day. Uh, but yeah, like like you said, the whole the whole terrorist stuff and the whole like Bokalaka Docker Street and Durka Durka Mohammed Diya. It's, um, it's a phenomenal film. Okay. Quality internet. That was all very fascinating. That babe, thanks. Yeah, you you are welcome. It is a phenomenal film. Who's got number six? Yeah, go on, Aaron. Let's go on to number six. (laughs) I've wrote down (laughs) on my list. Oh, here we go. I wrote down GT. GT? Oh, the fucking Grand Turismo. Uh, yeah, I was uh, going to say the car game. Uh, <laughs> half of the Opera Group G4. Who knows? Um, no, it's uh, <laughs> X Factors of the Galaxy 2. Oh, shit, yeah. Right. Oh no, Karen's despairing. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm taking my glasses off. It's uh... It's not one of the, it's not one of the best Marvel ones. I wouldn't even put it in the top half of the MCU ones. But we watched this recently again, and I, honestly, I couldn't stop laughing. Like minute for minute, like it's just so funny. And the lines that they've made uh, with uh, Batista, it's it's just amazing. He's trying to be invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Um, the opening scene's hilarious, um, and I just think they went full in, like just pure comedy for this one. Uh, they doubled down on it. Where some of them, it's it can be a bit, um, bit weird to see what they're going for. Like um, they sprinkle it in now and there, but this is like full on comedy. It was, it was either going to be this or like Ragnarok for me, but I think Guardians Two is the funniest one. Guardians I swear, One was pretty. Funny. I guess I swear to God, yeah. you put Ragnarok in this list, I would have clotheslined you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ragnarok looks great. It is not. It's the best four film, but four's the worst one. (laughs) Take that back. Interestingly enough, when I was doing some research into this and thinking, you you know when you're trying to think, I I, I can't remember any film. You come to write a list and you just cannot remember any film you've ever watched in your life. Mm. So you have to Google. And I was doing, oh, comedies of the 21st century. And the Thor films were coming up in every list. And I'm like, What? I've never watched them because they're shooting. I don't need yeah, yeah, so why are they even on the list? Yeah, don't watch them. Ragnarok is directed by John Wick, so you know it's same as <laughs> yeah. JoJo, isn't it? So that's why. Fair enough. It's Hitler in it. He does play some kind he's of a, rock guy. Captain though, America one though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emily. Okay, my number six is Mean Girls. Uh, I had to put this in my list 
somewhere. It's it's just iconic. Like when you think of a classic, is just hilarious. There's like it's like we said earlier about like quotability. There's so many quotes in it that you can ju- that just stay in your head and you can always like laugh about. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Like all the characters are amazing in it. Like Re- Regina's amazing. Oh, you just can't go wrong. Regina Falange. Regina Falange. Wow. You is will that, not Regina. Is it not it? No. Oh, that's French. Regina isn't it? George. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought you would say that's a most, joke. No, the second one is Regina. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my number six, Mean Girls. Sweet. Mean Girls going to win in it. Should we just end it here because Mean Girls is oh, I'm, If Mean Girls is one, I'm quite happy to end it here. Quite <laughs> it's one. It has one. I know it has. Uh, so, yes. I am a rapper. Wow. <laughs> it just started recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rapper. Rap, 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 rap. Why isn't Scary what? Movie 3 on anyone's list? <laughs> I'll be rapping, I'll be tapping, I'll be happening. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> so shit, it's so funny. You just hate me because I'm black. I'm black. <laughs> you don't have any faith in me. You don't have any faith in anybody. <laughs> uh, but speaking of shit films, my number five is This Is The End. Five? Uh, number six, sorry. It's five points. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, end, really. this is the end. It was one of those films when it came out. I watched it about five times that month. It was fucking amazing. I love it so much. I've got a feeling that you came down to visit me when I was living in Wales and put it on and made me watch it. And you and Sorel watched it. And I think I might have fallen asleep. You fall asleep during everything. Well, yeah, because it's got to be half decent, hasn't it? <laughs> um, no, is that the one with Emma Watson in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hermione just stole all our shit. <laughs> yeah, like I say, Craig Robinson, James Franco, uh, it's it's everybody, and they hold the, the parody of Pineapple Express too when they're looking to recreate that uh, during the apocalypse. Uh, like I said, Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, Craig Robinson, Danny McBride, uh, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill's best role, but probably Moneyball, but you know, and Wolf of Wall Street probably as well, but. Um, it's yeah. better apart from this film. Apart from this these film, two uh, films, film. <laughs> but uh, no, I absolutely no. Like I love some of the lines. Like he talk where he's just basically like, "Yo, weed is tight. Weed is tight. That's awesome. Yo, sick reference, bro. Your reference out of control. Everyone knows it. I, just, I love it. Like this is the end. Is one of those films. Like I said, I watched it about five times when it came out because I, I loved it, and it's just it's a great film. And again, it's Channing Tate Young as well. Like I've got Channing Tatum, is, T- Channing Tatum is my bitch right now. I just bend him over, just slub it right in there. I like to call him Channing Tate. Yum. It's just great. I, I love it. And yeah, this is the end is my number six. So, Kieran. Yep, sorry, what? You're number six. I am number six, not number five, number six. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um this one's going to be a weird one to be fair, because it's one of those comedy films. Ah, oh, well, I do find it hilarious still, but it is one of these comedy films that made me feel sad, if anything, by the end of it. Um, Schindler's List. 
Come and see. Ironically enough, if we were doing the 20th century, if life is beautiful, we'd probably be like number two or something like that. Because it for the same... Well, I'm not comparing this film to Life is Beautiful. They're two completely different films. But in a way, it is funny and I do enjoy it. But it's so sad at its heart. And you might think it's weird when I say the film, but it's Project X. I love this film. Like, love it. It's like really... I kind of grew up with it. I remember when the trailer dropped, like I come across it when I was like, how old was I, like 12, 13? And yeah, just being like, it was one of those films which I was really excited for when I was younger and I really got into. Um, but like, yeah, like, I don't know, like watching it when I'm like now recently, it's like, I still love it for its comedy and it's so funny and stuff like that. But there's such a sad undertone to it, it's such a realistic undertone to it. Because we've all wanted to be that cool kid who just wants to throw, like, the best party ever and shit like that. And the fact that, like, it's so voyeuristic and vocational and stuff like that. And I just, yeah, I don't know. But I find it so hilarious to just watch people just trash somebody's house. And um, Project X. Okay. I just find it, like, and, like, you know, kind of looking at myself thinking why the fuck am I laughing at this shit and by the <laughs> end of it I just feel like a disgusting pig <laughs> but great comedy though <laughs> like um, I do find it really funny though it is really good so that's my number six Project X probably I think it's better than Joker not gonna lie Todd Phillips oh Todd Phillips did the hangover as well didn't he who's that Todd, Todd Phillips, Phillips. Todd Phillips yeah. only produced Project the X. director of Joker yeah which is the weirdest fucking mix, honestly. It's got a um, Pursuit of Happiness remix in it. <laughs> yes, it does have a Pursuit of Happiness remix. Yeah. <laughs> but the original is better. Yeah, it is better. Yeah, I'm glad you say that, actually. Kid Cudi is like, oh. Like, I had, like, last year, I went on such a Kid Cudi phase. What do you think of uh, Man on the Moon 3? Like, I actually quite like I, it. I really like it. It's not... I think Man on the Moon. Better than the second one. one. Not as good better as the first. Than, better, yeah, better, better than the second one, but not as good as the first one. First one's unbeatable. You know what my guilty pleasure is? The Wizard album. Have you listened to that? Wizard album? Really? Yeah, it's. Do like, you like it? Uh, it's trash, but I actually quite like some uh, Teleport to Me, Jamie. That's a well good tune. <laughs> Just What I Am is still like probably his best song for me, though. Yeah, yeah. I love, like, you know, when you hear the synthesizers, you get, when, you kick pretty great comedy director, but, like, <laughs> but, yeah, um, really like that song. Top 10 rappers. Okay. Should we do top 10 rappers next week, Jamie? No. Oh, <laughs> Jamie's, <laughs> my number 10 is Logic, number 9, NF, number 8. Well, to be fair, like, we have, we have talked about at some point that, in one month we're just going to do everything but film so maybe we'll do best rappers then who knows i can't even name <laughs> 10 TV rappers shows. we need to do tv shows yeah we know but we're not talking about that now we're talking about 21st century comedy <laughs> we're movie. talking about rappers chocolate rappers chris <laughs> rappers <laughs> i thought you'd be racist <laughs> <laughs> um, number six 
Oh, no, the listen, right. Start again. Start the podcast again from the beginning. What's your number 10, Aaron? Come on. What's your number 10? <laughs> My number 10 is Lee Donk. <laughs> <laughs> right, no one's ever heard of it. Disqualification. My number 10 is Travis Scott. <laughs> I like that John Wick director. He's good. <laughs> Number six, um, I'm going on to my um, just everything else I've got left now, apart from one of them, is just like just just straight up comedy. That's easy to watch. Straight so, up comedy. Straight up comedy. Um, so um, number six is Wedding Crashers. Owen Wilson in one, absolutely hilarious. It's just again a really easy watch. Just stick it on at any point, and it's got a, got a fun rom com story to it as well with Alice Shad again, Rachel McAdams. Um, Alice is just fucking mental in it, <laughs> but hilarious. And um, oh, Jane Seymour in it, and oh, who plays the dad? Can't remember who plays the dad. Christopher Walken. Oh, Christopher Walken, of course. Aaron. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh you said. Yo, I don't remember. What in crashes? It's a good movie. You can't <laughs> smile. You <laughs> can't watch it. Why do you like to put such a blunt face on when he does it? Um, and the brother in it as well, and like. Brad the like, no, oh, he's the fiance. No, like the gay brother who looks like the penguin from Batman, and then um, he draws that. He just paints that like weird. I did a painting. That painting. <laughs> we had a moment at the dinner table. <laughs> no, we did. Yes, we did. A moment. <laughs> it was hilarious. So yeah, Yo, man, Okay, Taron, number six. What missed out on top five? Um, a film yeah. which um, has no script and is just a compilation of greatness. I've gone off the wall here and I've gone for Jackass the movie. Uh, I was tempted to put this on my list, not going to lie. It was, it was a case of whether it goes on the list to start with or whether it's just in the honourable mentions. Then just on pure, just every single scene is funny. What other film can you know that... You know, you are laughing from start to finish. And I know a lot of people say, oh, I watch this film and I laugh from start to finish. But that genuinely is because every scene in itself is a different skit. It's a different stunt that does make you laugh. And some of the shit that they just come out with just makes me laugh as well. There's that scene where that, that Dave England's about to go and do a shit in the toilet in the DIY <laughs> store. And he, he really, really needs to go. And they just say to him, is, is this the worst time you ever needed to go to the toilet? And he just goes, no, I shit me pants at the fair. And I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one to categorise. It's a difficult one to explain why it's on there other than just saying it is funny. You've got some classic jackass stunts in there, like the, the rent-a-car crash-up derby at the beginning when he hires that car, smashes it in the demolition and then takes it back. Um, obviously, you've got the really famous one as well with the air horns on the golf course every time that they're about to to uh, to tee off. Um, and you've got... Rip party Tom boy. Well. You've got party boy. Let's not forget about party boy. Um, and, and probably a, a special shout out to everyone's favourite deceased jackass star, Ryan Dunn, um, oh, when yeah. he shoves the toy car up his ass and then goes to the <laughs> um, goes to get the X-ray done, and that bloody doctor 
Um, he goes, it's a car toy. How did you get a car toy up there? And he goes, oh, well, I was partying. And he goes, you don't speak to anyone. You go home. You go speak to your boyfriend, he says. And then you, and then you go to hospital and go and get that taken out. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really my... my I say it's really my only out there one as far as being on the, the comedy list. Number five is quite out there as well. But um, for something that's, you know, no script and just a montage, if you want a different scenes, um, that's why I say it's a strange one. But it definitely deserves a place on the list just on the fact that you do laugh from start to finish. Yeah. Are they making a fourth one? I they are. It's out yeah. in September. Bob Hodger is not in it because he's a raging alcoholic and he's been yeah. <laughs> cut out by MTV. <laughs> That's fucked. I think. Well, like the thing is, Bam. Bam. I'm not saying Bam, Bam and Ryan like made it, but it's like though they were like really quintessential parts. Well, I don't. I don't know if Ryan's gonna be in it. I think he'll give this one a miss. It was always <laughs> too soon. It was always Johnny Knoxville <laughs> and Steve, though, wasn't it? They were the main two. They, they Bam, were the main. Yeah, exactly. Bam's parents were like the funniest thing. Yeah, like yeah. when they put the crocodile in the house, it's like, is that real? Is yeah. that real? <laughs> it, then, he's hilarious, his stepdad, that big right yeah, fat yeah. bastard. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, <laughs> the funniest moment is like the bit where like they make like that, uh, that sled, like, and they shut the garage doors. Is it Bam that shuts the door? <laughs> that's yeah. um, that's the third. That's the second or the third one that is, but um. Yeah, that, that is funny when he closes. Wait, he does it in the shopping tar- shopping cart, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Although I think in the first one he does use a sled down the stairs through the front door, through his mum's front door, which he goes fucking mental, as you would do. <laughs> okay, we are at our top five. Aaron. Right, it only took five hours. We've got nice guys at number five. Oh, this five. is quick for us. Nice, nice guys at number five. Nice guys at number five. Hey. Never think, heard of it. I think it's what? your lethal weapon guys. If I'm not wrong, well, I'm sure it's like the same director. Yeah, like that. But it's just Buddy Cop. Amazing. There's so many moments in it. It's probably the most underrated film on my list. I wish more people would see it because it's just hilarious. Um, it's <sighs> Kieran, you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah no. it's hilarious in it. Isn't it good? Mm, fucking love it and it's yeah well we're going to talk about it later but like yeah it is fucking awesome i love it um I th- the, the t- oh no i think that's probably one of the funniest moments in film when like he throws the gun like russell Cook throws like oh throw me the gun and then ryan goes <laughs> nowhere near it just launches it out the window <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it's oh. I remember watching it at the cinema, and it's one of those that I bought because I really enjoyed it. But I've only watched it the once. I probably yeah. do. I, re- I remember really enjoying it, but I've only watched it the once. I don't know why. It's just Russell Crowe. That like remember in the opening scene where he's like talking about like doing that badass montage, just like you need someone beat up. I'm the guy you call, and like he goes to that house of like the guy who's talking to like a 15 year old girl or something like that. Just hits him with a knuckle duster, and just yeah. the way he says like. Don't talk to little girls. <laughs> just like <laughs> it got to like a point, like in like about twenty fourteen, where Russell Crowe just became funny. Like, what yeah, <laughs> and he's been funny ever since. Like it's he's like funny. it's uh, the that, same. Thing. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Logan Lucky on the same similar uh, similar line. Is that I've just remembered that in my head. Like, I've mm-hmm. oh my god, I forgot about Logan. Lucky. That's a pretty yeah. decent film, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. I've not actually seen it. 
Ocean Eleven guy. Yeah. Well, Daniel Craig is really good in it. Yeah, Steven Soderbergh in it. But yeah, Emily, what is your number five? Okay, my number five is Step Brothers. Uh, I had to have this on my list. It's one of those ones. It's like a bit like um, Super Bad and what's the other one I'm thinking of? Mean Girls. Like, yeah, Mean Girls were the Millers as well, where there was just a phase where everyone loved this film so much. It was like the funniest film ever, and everyone could just quote it. I think this is one of the most quotable films. Um, it's just so funny. Yeah. I mean, the humour in it is a bit like, you know, a bit like if you're a little kid, it's that kind of, yeah, that kind of humour. But I think that's what makes it so funny because Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are both just hilarious that they can pull it off really well. Um, yeah, it's just one of those ones that I just had to have it. Made it pretty high up on my list. Mm. Well, number five for me is all about the fives. It is the five Ds of dodgeball, which oh. is dodge, duck, dip, dive and dodge. Oh. <laughs> dodgeball because nobody makes me bleed my own blood and they got laser taser, azer and all the kind of azers <laughs> average Jones um, it's, it's again I think the first time I ever watched this film was on a pirate copy in Tenerife oh my God. Like it's a area. and no, it was like illegal. basically you could go and watch some films and it was like it might have been a real copy but probably not. It was Tenerife, weren't it? Well, don't stop backtracking then... now. You've realised the police could be up to you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it was you're in there. The old Tenerife like, hotel I was in, they just had it. I remember watching it there. Did you have to watch it with subtitles? Was it in Spanish? No, it was in English. La Dodgeball. I bet that was the same time. I bet that was the same sort of time, Matthew. Probably. It's El Dodgeball. El Dodgy. Yeah, like your fucking stream of the film was. <laughs> uh, but no, like, um, it's just great, and it's one of those that you can keep watching all the time. And when you watch it, you know all the words to it because you've watched it that many times. Uh, with Patches O'Houlihan, obviously Hank Azaria, um, in the youth, and Ben Stiller's probably one of his best ones, you know. I'm white, W H I T E, and it's all like we could have the whole, uh, we could have the whole, uh, you know. Um, well, manager relationship, you know, unless of course you're not in that kind of thing, <laughs> which in that case, I got some shacks in the back. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, I got it. <laughs> we should make what date we should date time, you know, go out and kick it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. There's so many great lines in that film, it's definitely like one of Ben Stiller's best roles, probably one of Vince Vaughn's as well. But, um, it's just it's just great. And again, we've got everybody's favourite resident alien, Aaron. Just for you, that uh, it would be. Oh, it's Tony's watching. It's resident me. Alien. I've watched it. I've only watched like the first three episodes, but it's pretty decent. But it's all about Steve. Steve, Steve the pirate. Um, yeah, but just even it's just great. Like some of some of the team that were. It's got one of the best cameos ever. Just like bit part character. And again, I've got I've got the T-shirt, which is the whole. We've got people playing. We've got five people, like five teams on each side. It's dodgeball. We're here. It's going to be great. And it's like, well, it looks like um, 
remember the crow now. <laughs> <laughs> it's very oh, no, 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 unforgettable. No, no, no. That, unforgettable. That, right, right, at, right at the end, basically. It looks like average Joes are going to have to forfeit the competition. And one of the greatest lines in cinema history, which I've got on a T-shirt, is, well, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. <laughs> have you seen the alternate ending it's on like the dvd and blu-ray extras they talk about the one right at the end of the credits where it's like fuck chuck norris no the actual alternate ending um it's it's on the extras it literally just uh what's the rival jim called global jim we are the global jim cobras and we will we will Rocky. The 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 alternate ending. Go go and it's probably on YouTube. They um yeah, they just win the game and they celebrate and it all goes in slow motion and the credits roll. <laughs> so it's it's worth watching. No, it, it's just a great film. And again, like I said, I could call it all day if I remember it. But you know, it, it's just great. And again, Chuck Norris. Fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dodgeball. Okay, Kieran. Uh yeah, I was debating going to put dodgeball on here. Not gonna lie, like, but I just couldn't put it. In it's a bold strategy, Kieran. Let's see if it works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my number five is Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. I think it's oh, Hot Fuzz. Best, <laughs> best out of the Cornetto trilogy, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I remember like being a kid and putting this film on as like my therapeutic film like if i was feeling down i'll just put it on and i'll go to sleep i slept so many times to this film like not in like a bad way that it was boring i mean like because it just like i don't know it was just like it had a soft spot for me and it just always made me like you know feel really like happy and shit like that i don't know why because it's so fucking morbid comedy and it's like simon pegg's like dull as fuck in it but i think that's what added to it and like the whole and i think um Fuck, what's his name? Edgar Wright is a genius in visual comedy. Like, a genius. Like, he's one of those directors where you instantly recognise his style just by one shot or one camera movement or one form of editing or even one line. And it's on perfect display here with, like, Hot Fuzz because it's just so fucking good. And, yeah, it's, it's an unforgettable comedy, like, at all. And everyone's muted. Because everyone just like <laughs> hates hearing me speak. No, no, it's yeah. <laughs> great film. It's like I love Midsummer Murders, and it's like a hilarious Midsummer Murders. <laughs> <laughs> Midsummer Murders. <laughs> you okay, Aaron? You're looking really confused. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> No, He's on mute. Right? No one can hear him. He's no, on mute. Basically, I closed it down uh, for a second and I couldn't get it back open. It was just like minimal. <laughs> I couldn't open the program. I could see it in the corner that I could still hear you all, but couldn't do anything. So I was just like, just nod. Just nod. So <laughs> you didn't miss much. Well, we're on to number one. What's your number one? <laughs> <laughs> Two, the sequel. No. Mercedes, your number okay. five. Uh, number five. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, my number five is my second film featuring Lizzie Kaplan on the list. Um, it's Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, because okay, well, this film, it's just must be some kind of hot t
um, nice appearance by Crispin Glover um, as the one-armed um, uh, bellboy or whatever you want to call him. Um, absolutely hilarious. Bashing stands in it, really young. Um, as like the bad guy, but brilliant. John Cusack, I just absolutely adore John Cusack so much in everything he does. So always a pleasure. Um, and yeah, I just it's just fantastic. I've not even bothered seeing the second one. I think I watched about five minutes of it. It's and not good, the second one. Yeah, no, it's uh, not for me. But the, the first one's brilliant. Yeah, I yeah, I love the eighties. I love uh, snowboarding, and uh, I love John Cusack. So everybody <laughs> loves legal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, Taryn. Number five is it? Number five. Yeah, so this is my other out there one. It is a comedy. It's a black comedy. It's also an Oscar winner. So you should have guessed that one by now. My number five is Parasite. It's not a comedy. It is no. absolutely a comedy. A com- no, it's a I've comedy. Seen this before. It's listed as a comedy everywhere, even on IMDb. It's a black comedy. It's absolutely hilarious. There are some brilliant scenes in that. It's such a well written and structured film. The narrative of the film um, is so well structured from beginning to end. Um, he's got, you know, we know that it's a brilliant writer and a brilliant director with Bong. He's a good in that Bong. Don't <laughs> Bong. John um, but you know, just, just it, you've got such a strong narrative throughout, coupled with the black comedy elements of the the hot sauce scene with the housekeeper when they're using the blood soaked rag, and the, the peachful side of things as well of making her ill, um, the whole um, hiding under the the table and being still when the family themselves um, are, are are led there to, well they're starting to have sex at one point aren't they um and then the, and then they're sleeping and these, just that... scenes, these scenes that you're describing i find them pretty terrifying not funny, <laughs> they're, no, they're, they're they're funny. Terrifying. They're, they are <laughs> they are hilarious uh, and the <laughs> the ending you know although it is like a horrific ending there is something like humorous, it's like darkly humorous about it. Um, the way I don't know, just the way that it all builds up and it escalates. Um, very juxtaposed again, very much like Jojo Rabbit between the scenes. Um, as far as you've got something so traumatic and yet something so funny, um, strikingly funny at the same time, it absolutely deserves its place. I've only I've seen I it. I agree, one. Parasite is a phenomenal film, but when I was looking at comedies i have to go what makes me laugh the most in parasite and make me laugh no comedy does not need to be defined by how much it makes you laugh out loud my comedy does it needs <laughs> a it that is the cleverest film on the list for something that you don't realize how funny it actually is until you've finished suppose... watching the film and you look back on it and that's why it absolutely deserved to win the oscar um and yeah regardless it is it is a. I didn't need to go on IMDb and anywhere else to check that it was a comedy to start with. It, it, it absolutely is, and and that just cements it by me doing the checks that I did anyway, even though I didn't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's similar to uh, Inside Number Nine, I think. It's uh, like, Inside Number uh, Nine is a phenomenal TV series. I, we love I love the Lee, I love Lee Gentleman and like Mark Gattis and Steve Pemberton's mm. work anyway. Um, but inside number nine, is, I've said um, about inside number nine, right? Some of the the episodes are like way better plots than most horror films. Yeah, 
Like we was watching that. What's that one where like the all in the house playing games? Ready or not? Yeah, we was watching that. And I was like, "That's a so great many film, Ready or not? That are better than this." I think it's a good film. But you you could have Parasite as an episode of Inside Number Nine, yeah. and you'd watch it and you go, "That was hilarious." Yeah. Yeah. But because it's not, I think Inside Number Nine for, fails because it's not American and it's not like. So, yeah. I'll just wait for the American remake on HBO for Parasite. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, have so, watched uh, it. I've got the steel book and everything. It is a great film. It's a great film and it's funny and it's number five. Okay. Aaron, number four. My number four is the same as Kiran. It's hot fuzz, and uh, it's the same as what he was saying. It's the best out of Cornetto. Um, I couldn't leave. I-, I wanted to put one of them on. I think World's End is slightly underrated. I think a lot of people like slate that, but it is actually really funny. Um, but hot fuzz uh, for me, it's the best out of three. Um, like we was just saying before, um, it's just hilarious throughout. And so many random actors you see now, like years later. You see, uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones? The Hound is the Yark guy. Oh, yeah. Yark. <laughs> yeah, Yark. yeah Yark. A, he's got a fantastic cast, hasn't it? Olivia Coleman, is it? Martin Freeman? Is Olivia he's in Coleman all, in um, Martin Coleman, Freeman's yeah. in all three of them, though, isn't he? Yeah, uh, but there's so many like random people pop up in it. Uh, in he, in it? Um, what are you kids doing in the restricted area this time of night? Oh, Harry Potter. oh yeah, the guy that's in Game of Thrones as well. I feel like a little filch. But um, okay, so Emily, number four. Okay, my number four is by our favourite director, John Wick. Uh, <laughs> what we do in the shadows. So I, I just love Taika Waititi. He is so funny, and. There's something about like the New Zealand humour that's just brilliant. I just love it. But yeah, this film, I could watch it like a million times. It's so funny. It's one of those films that genuinely makes me cry with laughter. But it's just a lot of it's just stupid, like stuff that you wouldn't think would be that funny. Like there's one scene. The werewolves. Yeah, the werewolves. (laughs) So if you haven't seen it, it's about um, a group of vampires that live in a house together, but it's kind of like modern day. There's a, there's a TV series as well. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, but yeah, like the scene where the vampires meet a group of werewolves and they're like having a standoff, but they're all from New Zealand. So they've got like these accents. And then there's another scene where like one of them uses his power to turn into a cat, but he only changes his body. So he's got like the face of a person. So it's like Cats Is the it, Musical. It's cat. like Cats the Musical. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's Jermaine Clement's character, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it's like Jermaine Clement's face on a cat and he's like hissing at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just such a funny film. I just love it. So yeah, that's my number five. My number five is... It's number four, sorry. That was your number four. Oh, I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, I got me really confused. I was like going back to dodgeball. I was like, I've dodgeball. Uh, my number four is the best Vince Vaughn movie, and it is Wedding Crashes. Because Wedding Crashes, I know what Kieran was saying before about Hot Fuzz. I think Wedding Crashes is one of those films that I put on nearly like every night before I went to bed because I absolutely loved it. it and again, like I said, wow. the cast. Wow. Wow, holy shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. 
again, like Mercedes already said that the cast in it, like Bradley Cooper, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Christopher Walken, uh, Isla Fisher was like a big first role in it, and she was great. You know, no, don't ever leave. No, I won't, cause I find you. She's <laughs> <laughs> just great, Isla Fisher. I don't know how anybody can't can't agree that Owen Wilson is an absolute terrible actor. He's awful. Wow, he's good in the Wes Anderson he films. Is awful. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Like if wow. there was anyone who just managed to just get a, a decent breakout of I don't know, just existing, is in. <laughs> I'll share silver then. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Maybe they should get married to each other. <laughs> you like Luke Wilson. But no, I, I absolutely adore Wedding Crashes. One of those films that I watched all the time, and again. As, as the 20th century and 21st century, a lot of the films that are high up on my list is something that I quote all the time. And uh, like, Wedding Crashes is up there for me. So, yeah. Okay. Kieran. Uh, Aaron's going to love me for this one. It's Nice Guys. Yeah. yeah I fucking love Nice Guys. It's so good. It's a buddy cop film. It just. I never thought like Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe would be a phenomenal duo that they are. I really want like a. I don't know if I want more than just one or if one's enough. He wants a HBO miniseries. Yo, that would be sick. I would be down for that, not gonna lie. Like if it was written well, if it was taken on by the same team who made Nice Guys, like Shane Black and everything like that, I think it would be a cool thing. And I think that it's definitely. It, the, the two characters that I would want to watch over and over again, and I want to see them do shit, and I'd want to see them, like, you know, combat different crime around Los Angeles or whatever. But, like, yeah, it's just so funny, and it's so good. And I've just like, thought about that scene uh, where they, where Ryan Gosling's crying at the tree, which is... I wish I rewatched it again, because I remember when I went to cinema, I really, like, enjoyed it. And I think it deserves a second viewing, definitely, because I. It's like, the the two girls are, are they're good in it. It's her from like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and her from Spider Man, yeah. um, the one who's like the news reporter in Spider Man. Yeah, they're really good. Like, mm. I think that um, she's she's a really good actor as well as like the I don't give a shit daughter. I love yeah, it, like, yeah. when uh, Ryan Gosling just gets in the car and, like, they have, like, a massive row and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Ryan's, like, just drive. And it's just, like, his 13-year-old daughter. He's the parent the figure, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, and like you said, like, the whole scene at the party where, like, Ryan just gets pissed and then, like, finds the dead body by the tree and he can't <laughs> scream for help because he's having <laughs> a panic anxiety attack. I think it deals <laughs> with mental health as well, which is sick, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Mercedes, number four. Uh, my number four is again one of my absolute favorite films of all time. It's Legally Blonde. Um, it's just yeah, it's just hilarious. Um, again, so many great quotes. Um, when they when they're in the uh, the hair salon and they're doing the or the hair and nail salon and they're doing the bend and snap and uh, the um, Jennifer Coolidge absolutely fantastic in it. Uh, that and American Pie like her two great roles. Um, and then her relationship with the uh, the postman or the um, what, what company is it he works for? UPS. UPS, the UPS man. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> but no, Reese is absolutely amazing in it. Um, 
probably my favourite thing she's ever done. Um, I remember watching the um, the special features on the DVD when I was like a lot younger, and apparently they went through so many different hair colours to find the exact shade of blonde that they wanted to use for her, um, which was, I think, you know, commitment. Um, but then you've got the great scene in the courtroom. Um, and he's like, how long have you been sleeping with Mrs. Wyndham? So that the pool boy, and he's like, three months. And she goes, and, uh, and he goes, and, and your boyfriend's name is Chuck. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> wait Chuck, Chuck, Chuck's just a friend. <laughs> you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, she just, oh yeah. Uh, you got into Harvard Law, what, like her? <laughs> just classic. Yeah. My favourite line from it all is just another throwaway line from it all. It's just, she's just there sat in the bed eating the chocolate. <laughs> and it's got the, I think, I can't remember what film they've got on or TV show. And she's basically like, I, I love you like so much. I never leave. And she just goes, and she goes, Lily! <laughs> yeah, and Selma Blair is in it as well. Um, again, brilliant. I love the idea that like uh, these two girls like hate each other because they're like fighting over this guy. And then by the end, they realize that like he's in the douche and they're both a lot smarter than him and they become friends in the end. And Luke Wilson. And Luke Wilson. <laughs> I love Luke Wilson. So, yeah. Okay, Taryn, number four. I'll be quick with this one. It's already been mentioned. It's Aaron's number four. Hot fuzz. Nice and simple. Nice and big, easy. Big bushy beard. No, no one's big, said big it. Big bushy beard. Um, mm-hmm. Jim, Jim Broadbent's brilliant in it. Um, well known for playing Slater in Only Fools and Horses. Originally cast to play Delboy in Only Fools and Horses as well, Jim Broadbent. Um, so, yeah, he, he plays the um, sergeant, I want to say head of the police, the main boss, the big boy um, he, he plays. Um, and t- is it Timothy Dalton as well? He's fantastic yeah. in it as well. Um, yeah, I won't dwell on it. Everybody's already said really what they need to say about it. was very, very well written. Um, not my favourite of the Cornetto trilogy. One is perhaps still to come. <laughs> well, we know it's not the third one. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, it's the fourth one, Paul. Paul's atrocious. I've never seen it. I'd stick to the X Files. It's not even Edgar Wright's best film, but I talked, about Scott, I talked about Scott Pilgrim so much on the comic book adaptations, I left it out on this one. Yeah. X Files, what a show. Oh, second grade. <laughs> The second greatest TV show ever. We we that's what we're doing like twenty four seven at the moment watching X Files, aren't we? We've got, yeah. I'm, I've never I'm <laughs> rewatching it for the fourth time now. When when's the best series? Because everyone says like mm, peaks around season four and five. Mm. I like how Tyler um, says, "Yeah, it's my second best show in the world because like the first one is awful." I love Twin Peaks. I love Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Like, no, like, no, like, was always going to love like. That shitty loss. Loss is a great TV show ever made, and the only people that don't like Lost, it is yes. because they don't understand the ending because they think they were dead from the beginning. And if you think that, then you just don't understand. The it's ending. a time loop. They're in a paradox. It's absolutely not. And don't forget, it's got the greatest line from any TV series ever in the world. We're gonna have yeah. to move the island. Sum up a show with that. Anyway, we're talking about shitty films here, so... (laughs) My number three is uh, Jojo Rabbit. Um, I love this movie. Shit, it's absolute shit. It was on your... It was like number (laughs) five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, like I was saying before, it's heartbreak, it's hilarious. Um, 
and it's just a story that shouldn't work but works brilliantly. Love it. Okay, Emily. Short and sweet. Emily. Well, it is it is twenty past ten. <laughs> oh, this is early for us. <laughs> my number three is Hot Fuzz. Uh, Hot Fuzz oh, might win it. It's gonna be Mean Girls. It's gonna be Mean Girls. My number one is also. <laughs> I'd like to change my number four <laughs> to number one. <laughs> I won't say too much about it because it's already been mentioned. So just to repeat what everyone else has said, really, it's just brilliant. Like the cast is brilliant. It's so funny. And I think it's the best out of the Cornetto trilogy. Although the other two are really brilliant as well, which is why I had them in my honourable mentions. I felt like I couldn't have all three in my list. So I chose Hot Fuzz. Um, But yeah, I think it's the best one. And it's a really funny film. Although when I was a kid, I first saw it when I was like really young, when my dad was watching it. And I was really scared of it because, um, you know, of like the weird cult in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. But <laughs> I saw that when I was really young and it scared me for a while <laughs> until I watched it when I was older mm-hmm. and realised how funny it is. So yeah, that's my number three. Okay. My number three is again something that took me by complete surprise when I watched it because I never thought I would enjoy it as much as I did when I went to go watch it. I've watched it four, maybe five. God knows how many times I've watched it now. But um, it's probably going to take most people by surprise because I doubt most of them have actually ever watched it. But it's Game Night. What? It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. It's not a top three, though. Yeah, no, it's not. I completely agree with you. I mean, I, you've got I to have something it, tapped in the end. It reminds me of Knives Out. Like, Knives like out. literally, Jesse Plemons yeah. is one of the he greatest, like, he's one of the best supporting characters ever. Like, his role as the cop, as the neighbour. Like, you talk about laughing out loud in the cinema and stuff like that. Like, his anytime he's on the screen, it's amazing. Like, literally, they're just there turning, and all of a sudden, he's just there behind and just with it, with his little cat, just like, dogs are in there. Westy, fair enough. <laughs> he's just there with a the dog, like, hello. But then um, you're having another game night, are you? And it's the whole, like, oh, I see you got tortilla chips. It's like, yeah, it's three for one. He's like, what do you mean, three for one? It's like, <laughs> it, again, it's weird as well, because if you, um, if you ever watch Freaks and Geeks or Bones, um, the guy who's in both of them is the one that directed and wrote it. Um, it's just great. And it was one of those films that I went into it, again, just not expecting much, and I absolutely loved it. It's one of the best films I've watched in a very long time. I, I love it so much. Like I said, Jason Bateman's amazing. Rachel McAdams is amazing. Uh, Winston from New Girl is amazing <laughs> as well. Uh, the whole not Denzel bit in it all as well. With the whole, oh, yeah, that's like, funny. With celebrity. And it's like Denzel Washington is, <laughs> gets the pictures like that, not Denzel Washington. <laughs> um, I just love it. The, the, the whole way just like goes goes throughout the whole film. Uh, I forgot about that. Like intertwining with the whole celebrity fight club bit and <laughs> like the Fabergé egg. And then a special appearance by the best TV show of all time, Michael C. Hall as what? the Bulgarian. Oh, for um, so, oh, the librarian! I wow. He was in it. Yeah, he's the Bulgarian. He's great. I thought you said the librarian. I thought you said the show, the librarian. I thought you said the Aryan. 
insulting my kind. You insulting my kind. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I absolutely love game night. It was the other night we watched Hangover and then watched game night after it again because I wanted to see how much I did love it, whether it deserved to be on this place. And it deserves to be in top three because it is phenomenal. Kieran, number three. <laughs> what a way to end it. Um, my number three is The Hangover it is again such a genius concept for a film I love it Um, the jokes in it hold up so well Uh, the characters are really likeable fucking Professor Chang like what more can you say like it's the best like (laughs) everything a comedy movie needs like I I don't care like I forgot what the actor's actor's name is but I'm just going to call him Professor Professor Chang, just because he's what? Professor. Oh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong, yeah, he's just like he should be in. Then your Chang, movie. by the way, not Professor Chang. Oh no, I'm calling him Professor Chang. Then your <laughs> Chang because he teaches Spanish. Professor Chang. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's just so good, and like I said, it never fails to be funny for me. And there's so many twists and turns to it, and I think that's what makes it so captivating as well. So, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Carlos. <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> the baby Carlos. And again, I can't um, listen to um, In the Air Tonight. I can't listen to that without thinking of Mike Tyson. We just watched <laughs> that scene. Because like, I, I said, that, have you seen that scene when you was on about it? Before? Yeah, I couldn't remember and it. And I was like, I just put it on before when I was muted. Um, <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> So funny! It, it's a great film. Like it, it is amazing. <laughs> the same dog. Oh, you're talking about game night. It's the yeah. same dog. Have you seen Widows? No. Well, Widows really disappointed me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it was I felt what? like because I love Stephen Queen so much. He's like one of my yeah. favorite directors. And when I watched that, I was just thinking like I. I the whole Liam Neeson thing somewhere. was embarrassing. Like, it yeah. was so bad. But yeah, anyway. So, who are we on now? It is Mercedes. Me, me. Number three. Uh, cool. Uh, my number three um, is, um, yeah, it, it, it's Zoolander. It's just one of my favourite comedies ever. Um, oh. My top three now are like, my favourite comedies ever. Oh, apart from, obviously, my last list last week, Little Nicky. One of my faves. Um, I like yeah, me. But yeah, Zoolander, again, it's just so, so easy, so, so horrible. Uh, and you got Owen Wilson in there as well, to the end again. You got Will Ferrell in there. Uh, you got Blue Steel. Uh, yeah. He's got to be more than like to be really, really ridiculously good looking. <laughs> the scene at a, at a gas station with all the models, and they're like, Wake me up. Oh, you're good, good. <laughs> having a great time for a practical everywhere. And then one of them decides to light a match. But you see that moment where you realise they're exceptionally lovely. Well, the rest no. of them see it. Like, it's not a good idea. Um, and, uh, oh, she's holding my hand. Oh, I can't remember her name. Yeah, one for Dodgeball. Yeah, but she's in it as well. And she's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, oh, David Bowie's in it. Yeah, David Bowie's in it. Oh, yeah. And he built, he's like got the model of the school, and he's like, oh, the school. What is this? A school for ants? 
Yeah, and of course, John Voight. John Voight, yeah, playing his dad. I think I got the black lung, Pat. <laughs> and um, of course, my son's a bloody mermaid. Merman. 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 <laughs> it is a great film, Zoolander. Not top 10 wavy, but it's good. <laughs> Aaron. Yes, my number three is Zoolander 2. <laughs> Zoolander. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I don't oh, even like Zoolander. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't either. Um, no, <laughs> my number three is the first Borat film. Um, yes, I instant, <laughs> instantly quotable. We were saying this last week about the classic films before 2000s. You know, we know that what makes a good comedy in, a, in another sense is if you can, you know, instantly quote pieces from it. And you know, simple scenes like with the zookeeper, like, What kind of dog is this? It's a tortoise. Is it a cat in a hat? No, it's a tortoise in a shell. Like, why is that even funny? Why is that even funny? And when he goes to when he goes to the car dealership and he says, "Like, I want to have a car that attracts a woman with a shave down below," and the guy just goes, "Well, that would be a Corvette or a Hummer," and he starts showing him around. Um, I again, it's it's a loose plot throughout, but if you do take a step back and look at it. it does actually have a plot and it does actually string quite well together and it actually does flow you 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 watch it and just almost in a similar way to a jackass film you almost kind of think it's spliced clips but it it, is Mm -hmm. not there is actually a narrative from beginning to end and it does actually sum it up quite well obviously he's got the the chasing of pamela anderson all the way through and that was the only scene in the film that was predetermined and and, and scripted when he went and kidnapped her she she knew about that obviously um but um (laughs) That 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 was the that was the only part of the um the the entire film, um but yeah, won't um won't go on about it too much but uh yeah for I mean you talk three. about a film with so much like cultural impact and stuff like it gave us like the proper like mankini didn't it like all you yeah. saw everywhere was that pin little afro mustache and mankini everywhere because it's so iconic like you think that you think Borat. But my, my favourite Borat bit, besides obviously throw the Jew down the well, which is amazing, which I sing nearly at least once a day, um, <laughs> would be from the TV show. Because, again, I know Aaron probably gets sick of me saying it all the time, which is, yeah. what is this? It's what cheese. is this? Cheese. What is this? <laughs> it goes uh, on for about five minutes, doesn't it? Is, is this rice? <laughs> no, this cheese. is also cheese. And what is this? <laughs> cheese. <laughs> and this? What is this? This milk? <laughs> and this this can't be cheese. What is this? It's amazing. I said no. Yeah, bought the film is great. But we will move on to number two now. Aaron. My number two, it's been mentioned by Emma Lowe. It's uh what we do in the shadows. <laughs> what? What's the funny one? You say it like yeah. that. It's just uh, John Wick at his very best. <laughs> um, amazing film. Uh, it's 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 like it's very close to British humour. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously yeah. New Zealand. Bloody uh, Kiwis. I know. Uh, but some of it I, I, I grew up listening to like Flight of the Concords and I used to find them like hilarious. 
um, it was like my uh, Lonely Island and 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 uh, Flight of the Concords. So I just used to find them both funny, but. Um, it's it's flight of the concords in a film like Taika was like behind them as well, and it's just absolutely hilarious if if you find him funny. But I can understand people that like just don't get it as well. It's it's a strange one, but I I adore it. It kind of reminds me of the humor of the U.S. Office. I'm, I don't know about the U.K. one because I haven't seen it, but the U.S. Office, the way that it's like a it's a mockumentary. A mockumentary, yeah. yeah. It's that kind of like awkward camera angles and facial expressions and stuff like that. It's really funny. And, um, I remember being like really annoyed when they announced the series for it, but then it was announced like Matt Berry is going to like be tackled to you know, I was like, well, Matt Berry is like... Matt Berry yeah. could do anything. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Berry in the Mighty Beach is so funny. Well, everyone hates him now, but yeah. Love it. Okay. Emily, number two. <laughs> Okay, my number two is from our favourite Wes Anderson. It is oh. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Miles from Budapest, man. Aaron and I are huge fans of Wes Anderson. And I feel like Grand Budapest is where he like really shines. I feel like it's probably one of his strongest, if not his strongest film. It's, it's brilliant. It's so funny. Like every scene is just so purposeful and like meticulous like he's never lazy with his films like at all like every scene is just so funny and just brilliant he's got like a really magic way of making films that like you just have to love them um the scene where <laughs> ralph yeah it's just ralph runs. ralph, ralph Hines, just yeah. runs away oh I my god i just think about that sometimes it just makes me laugh to myself um but it's the just silly with him moments and Willem like Dafoe that. Are great though, isn't it? Like when they're on the snow mountain with him and Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That scene's like it, it's so funny. Yeah, it's it is brilliant. It's it's so funny. It's, and it's a a unique kind of comedy that's so like recognisably Wes Anderson, um, that he carried he kind of carries it throughout all of his films. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's his that's his best. So that's my number two. Okay. My number two, whenever this film is on TV, you have to put it on because it's probably my most quoted film in probably history. And it is... Well, tell me, Flopkin, are thou preparing for the battle royale? Nothing there, month away. Oh, I'm alone now. Who's there? Who's there? Godspeed, Flopkin. And all hail Zephyr. Hail Zephyr. Rub it up, dub. It's role models. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that film. Role Models is one of the greatest comedy movies ever. That's why it's number two. Like, it is amazing. Like, again, I could quote this film all day. Sean William Scott, Paul Rudd in his best role ever. Forget Romeo and Juliet. Forget Clueless. Forget Friends. Forget Ant-Man. Oh, forget all of them. This is Paul Rudd in his finest moment with the greatest actor from the 20th century in American Pie, Sean William Scott. If Role Models wins this, Sean William Scott will go down as the greatest actor in comedy history. <laughs> Which Christ is like, it's not going to win. But... <laughs> um, um, I Love You Man's also really good with Port Rudd. Lab and the Bears. Yes, Lab and the Bears, <laughs> <Lab in> man. <laughs> no, but Role Models, like I said, it's Christopher Mintz Plass, obviously, known as I Am McLovin. Um, <laughs> you've got Sean William Scott and Paul Rudd. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks, Jane Lynch, 
And again, it's got my favourite joke of all time in there, which um, is knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Mike Sniffer Pippets. Mike Sniffer Pippets who? What do you mean, Mike Sniffer Pippets who? How many Mike Sniffer Pippets do you know? Now let me in, it's cold out here. Jeez. That's my favourite joke of all time. <laughs> 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 well, um, I, must, I must say, I really want to watch it now. <laughs> but Jane, Jane Lynch is amazing in it as well. There it is. What's that? Wait. Is that cloudy with a chance of meatballs? <laughs> I don't Wait. know what you're trying to show on. We can't, oh, no, it's his role models 2007. Well, it's definitely not that one. It's not that one. Oh, <laughs> even I know that. What's that? <laughs> is that a that's, remake of it? That's the, Bolly, that that's the Bollywood that's remake. The Bollywood that is version. not the second funniest film of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, um, the whole sturdy wings bit, even just the bit with like wings, like, they, they make a whole thing about wings in it as well, just like... Uh, now. Love, take, love, take me down to the streets. What is that? And it's like, it's a wing song. So I don't even think that's I even a song. Wings. And it's just like literally just a whole running gag for it at all. And they actually use they actually created the song for the end credits as well of love, take me down to the streets. And I was like a Paul McCartney like impersonator to do it. Um yeah. like I said, there's just so many great bits in that film. And I anytime it's on TV, I have to watch it because again, like Joe Lou Triglio is one of the uh, best character actors, obviously known for Brooklyn Nine Nine now. He's in Super Bad as well, and he's also as Kuzik in this one, and the whole LARPing bit is just phenomenal. Uh, I just love it so much. And again, Ken Young as the king is just great. I mean, he's just like, yeah, he's got his little sloppy fish, whatever it's called. But um, yeah, role models is one of my favorites ever. I haven't taken everything, I'm yeah, sure you can talk about something quote. else uh, <laughs> if you want to put it on your list anyway. But, um, yes, yeah. yeah, so Kieran. I'm surprised this film hasn't been mentioned, really, not going to lie. I know someone had it in the honourable mentions, but nobody's really mentioned this film. Uh, it's Four Lions. It's my yeah. number two. It is Honestly, a good I had it in my list, but I took it out. Any movie that can make me laugh at Suicide Bombers. <laughs> I think this has to be on a list because like, it's written so well like the only film that i've really seen by chris morris but um the film that really put reese ahmed on the map i would say mm. uh brilliant actor probably one of my favorite actors he's just been oscar nominated hasn't he sound i was watching that film this afternoon yeah sound of, like it hasn't released in the uk yet because i've been wanting to watch it's it for like months april uh, april goes on amazon prime april yeah because I know they put it on Amazon Prime in the US in December, but I've been really wanting to watch it. Um, but yeah, like, honestly, Fall Lines is so good. And it's so cool. Like, I remember when that came out and everyone was just quoting it, like, Rubber Dingy Rapids. And, like, it's so good. And Dancing in the Moonlight as well. It's also yeah. another hint of, like, I can't think of <laughs> that song without thinking of them just singing it in the van. <laughs> I, I think I it's always think crap. Go on. No, sorry, I was just gonna say, I just think it's a crime that people don't realize how much of a comic genius Chris Morris is who wrote it. Like, most people just go, Oh, yeah, Chris Morris isn't he that guy from the IT crowd? Like, what? Just have a fucking day off, no, you brass eye. <laughs> like, brass eye and the day to day are two of the 
most fantastic I don't where my children British... sleeping tonight. <laughs> like... <laughs> if, if nobody's ever watched Brass Eye, just go on YouTube and watch the Pedergeddon special of Brass Eye on YouTube. It's like a mix of Crime Watch and Question Time. I think we fake. spoke it's about digital. it on a previous episode. Oh, talking about just... the whole Gary Lineker when they're showing the picture of the guy. Yeah. If you showed this picture to a pedophile, he would try and attack the picture to get the child. <laughs> to get the child. And the great thing is the, the celebrities don't know that it was satirical. They think it's a real serious programme, so they're completely drawn in by it. Um, it's a, you've got the pedophile disguised as a school. Disguised as a school, and it's just CCTV footage of a fucking building walking down the street. <laughs> it's just like, oh, brilliant. But he's, he's fantastic. And no, I, to be honest, I uh, did forget about Four Lives. It is a great film, good choice. Um, yeah. I love the scene at the start where he's like holding an AK 47, but it's a kid gun. It's <laughs> like a rep- kid's proper replica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I love, I love Riz Ahmed. Like, I feel like he deserves an Oscar. Like, he, the night of was amazing. And like, everything I've seen him in, he's like brilliant. And I thought, I, I was really surprised with this uh, Star Wars series that's been announced, the Andor one, I think it is, with. The Rogue One timeline that he's not in it um, because it's the same timeline as he was in Star Wars. I think I thought he was really good in Rogue One as well. Yeah, I think Rogue One is just underrated as a Star Wars film. Yeah, it's um, good. It, same with Solo. I I'm not gonna lie. I cared more about the fucking uh, like kind of those films like Rogue One and Solo than I did about the trilogy. Yeah, I think people look back on them being the better ones. To be honest. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, like, all that in yeah, sick. I think, like I said, I think I mentioned it on the previous one, but my favourite yeah, scene from it all is... It's when they're running. It's not even actually in the film, <sighs> technically. It's the scene, but added with Titanic music. And it's the bit where he's got the bomb and he's running through the field, and it's like... Doo, 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 and he jumps yeah. over the and he just falls on it and blows up, and it's just like... Oh, no. when, I, I don't know, just the image of... Um, the image of um, Reese Ahmed running in a fucking Cookie Monster. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it was the Cookie Monster, wasn't it? No, Honey Monster. What was it? Honey Monster, the Sugar Puff. Honey Monster. Yeah, sugar yeah, sugar, monster. Yeah, sugar, yeah, sugar, yeah, sugar <laughs> Monster. And like the snipers debating, like, what's a Wookie? Is is a Honey Monster a bear? <laughs> <laughs> right, Mercedes, oh, number two. Uh, my Dodgeball. You can. It's dodgeball, and Jamie's probably said every single quote already, so I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's a boat's jet, you can't. Let's see how it pays off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, again, I, um, no. can't hear you, Mercedes. <laughs> you can't hear her. No. Are you pretending you can't hear me? No, no, no we can't no. hear you. <laughs> You're you want me to shout? Can you hear me now? I think she said dodgeball. <laughs> Oh my god. I think she said Mean Girls. <laughs> mean Girls 2. Dodgeball is amazing. What's that? Dodgeball shit. Yep, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dwight, Dwight Goodman is hilarious. Um, ben Stiller is brilliant as Dwight Goodman. Vince Vaughn is so dry but so hilarious. And this is Ben Stiller again in it. 
brilliant. It's because we're better than you, and we know yeah, it. And we know it. Alan Tudyk, <laughs> Steve the Pirate, and then when Vince Vaughn's character goes up to one of the other guys, I can't remember his name, and he's like, you know, Steve, the guy that's a pirate, and he's like, got no fucking clue. I can't team. remember there's a pirate there <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, um, Kristen Long. Long, yeah, so young, what's him? Um, yeah, just so much. But you've mentioned. And I believe you meant by fitness instructor, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's definitely Ben Stiller. Actually, I'm going to counteract that. It's Ben Stiller's second best role because we all know what his first best role is, don't we, guys? And and is, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my sweet Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But yeah, like White Goodman is one of those iconic characters that would go down in history. Like, he's just phenomenal. Like, the whole nobody makes me bleed my own blood. A bit was he like one cup of the pizza pizza or something as well? Yeah, where he's just like put it down there. It's like, ooh. It's like, put it up, Reggie. I want to burn. Yeah, he's got like <laughs> the like electric shock thing attached to his nipples or something when he's like trying to eat the muffin. Hilarious. You know, I read about it. <laughs> In a <laughs> book. Classic. But yeah, it's great. Okay, you can get off me now. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Karen, number two. Number two is the first in the Cornetto trilogy. It's Shaun of the Dead. Um, it has a absolute stellar cast in it to start with. Obviously, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Kay Ashfield's in there, Bill Nye's in there as well. Peter Server, Father, Father, Father Rich is in it as well. What? <laughs> <laughs> Even Trisha makes an appearance. Trisha got on at one point as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Vernon Kay's even in at one point on the TV as well. Obviously, Martin Freeman <laughs> mentioned before. Um, what, what makes it brilliant is that there are so many references in that film um, that, that reference other oh, of the dead films, uh, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, all these different things. Um, you've got, um, uh, and also things like Evil Dead as well. Um, you know, like when Sean jumps off the trampoline, it's very similar compared to the final scene from Army of Darkness, the pool QC where the it's in um, the zombie. Don't stop me exactly. I mean, that's hilarious in itself as well, but that's very similar to the scene in A Clockwork Orange as well with the gang violence. Um, the characters, they retreat into the basement, it, just like in Night of the Living Dead, there's the elevator um, platform, just like in Day of the Dead as well. There's all these different um, echo things that echo back to it, but <laughs> there's slapstick comedy, but there's also some great quotes. Um, you've got There's no say? I in team. There is no I, I in team, but there's an I in pie. And there's an I in meat pie, and meat is an anagram of team. (laughs) What a quality quote. My favourite. Obviously, there's a reference as well, of course, with Barbara as well, where he goes, we're coming to get you, Barbara, just like in Night of the Living Dead, with the famous line, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Um, but my favourite line in the whole film is with Bill Nye when he's just um, is he just I can't remember whether it's his wrist or no it's the wrist is the mum in it he's just had that massive fucking chunk 
bit out <laughs> of his neck, I think it might be, or somewhere, wherever he's had it bit out of. And he's pissing blood and he's got a big chunk missing out of him. And she goes, oh, I really think you should go. This is just typically British, this is. <laughs> I, think, I think you should um, visit a hospital, Philip. And he goes, honestly, Barbara, I've run it under a cold tap. <laughs> that's, just, that's a brilliant line. Um, yeah, very, for such a film that borrows and takes, it's very original at the same time. Um, yeah, number two, Shaun of the Dead. I love uh, the I love the scene with the records where they're like picking like who to which records to throw, and the love that like um, I watched the Simon Pegg thing. I'm sure I've said this before, but he literally made that up because like he he used to always go to the pub with Egg Wright and Nick Frost, and um, they were saying like I'm sure like one of the girlfriends said to him like if there was a zombie apocalypse, you'd go to the pub. And then they like looked at each other and just made the film like it's so funny. And it is great. They, it's just based on them. <laughs> well, here we are. We are right. at our number one. Just get it out the oh, fucking way, Jamie. You might as well go first. Christ. Come on, Aaron. I mean, <laughs> I don't know it's that bloody Wes Anderson film. It's obvious. Isle of Dogs. Aaron, it you better not. Aaron, it could have been. To be fair, I'm Wes really Anderson surprised film. because it is classed as a comedy that he didn't have Lost in Translation on there. But nah, I didn't find. I don't find Lost in Translation funny. That's what I thought. Yeah. Too so, it makes me too so it's Grand Budapest then. <laughs> yeah, Grand Budapest. Still, but um, we have to at some point. It could be any uh, of his films, but. It's one of the best films of all time for me. Like, oh, I, I could, it's amazing. It's got the best colour used ever in a film. Um, he's the most underrated director. He's better than Nolan. Like, what more do you want? He's amazing. You're just he's wrong. A genius. Just wrong. He's a god. He's a <laughs> Dark Knight shits all over Anderson. Even 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 Google saying Zack Schneider has better as does Inception. Than in the, Inception. Inception was voted by us as the greatest movie ever. I didn't <laughs> vote for that. I did not vote Inception to be there. I wish I'd have known that before I came on this. We've just lost all credibility. <laughs> I mean, if you're uh, between that and Blade, no, no, no. Taryn. But Taryn, you can say that it's better than Grand Budapest Hotel. I'm yes. Yeah, yes. the Grand Budapest. It's... I mean, does this podcast have any credibility anyway? I mean, look at what we voted as number one last week. American Pie is synonymous with American. American Pie is sick. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I, I'd honestly say um, it's one of the best films of all time, not just comedy. It's, it's so funny, it's, uh, hilarious all the way through. Um, but it's another one like Taika Waititi's comedy. I know it's not for everyone. But it just every one of his films clicks with me, like, and I'm sure he's got like crazy Rotten Tomato scores and IMDb, which I'm surprised with, uh, really. But they're all like Until really French high. Dispatch. Yeah, well, it's gonna be like, <laughs> gonna be good, isn't it? And like I said, I know we were speaking about Wes Anderson before, but I, I love Royal Tenenbaums. I think that's his best film. Wes Anderson. I can see why a lot of people like that Budapest. It's very, very good. It's a re- it's the reason why I have no respect whatsoever for the Oscars. Like because he just doesn't it's have nominated, weren't it? Yeah. No. Nah, it's... No. Grand Budapest so. nominated. Um I don't think he's been nominated for like best film, best director. Uh, definitely best film. Don't think it was. Oh, is it? De- definitely didn't win. But yeah, nah. I remember it being nominated because that year, is it twenty thirteen? 
because that was the year um, Whiplash. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was the year of Whiplash. I was like, it ain't winning because, you know, Whiplash was out and I'm pretty sure it lost to... It won four Oscars. Yeah, it won four Oscars. Won there you go. Like... Scary Movie 4. Best achievement in music range, motion picture, original score, and best achievement in production design. Yeah. It was nominated for motion picture. Of it year, did get nominated for director. Directing, well, we'll never know. We'll yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it did get those. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like. Yeah, I love dogs. Well, I love dogs. I love. Yeah, dogs. I, I thought you no, said. No, I like. I no, I like. I love dogs. I think that's a decent mm-hmm. film. That's yeah. That's one of my favourites of Wes Anderson's. I think my favourite of his is probably Fantastic Mr. Fox. I haven't seen it. It's a comedy. Is it your number Uh, one? I know. I should have put that on my list. I think we need to redo it. No, no, we don't. No, it's only ten to eleven. Let's start again. Let's watch the dog. Let's all just have Mean Girls and get it done with. The Danely and Tomlinson. Wow. Okay. Number one. Okay. Uh, my number one has been mentioned a few times before already. Um, it is a Jojo Rabbit. Um, now, I, oh, it's just brilliant, this film. Um, I knew like straight away I wanted to put it on my list. I, I didn't expect that it would be my number one. But at the same time, I feel like it is deserving to be that high up because it's just a really brilliant film. Like we've already said, there's like this really amazing juxtaposition of kind of like such a dark uh, story, but at the same time, it's so funny. And it's that innocence of seeing it all from a child's point of view. I just think it's really clever. And Taika is just so brilliant. He's so funny. And there was no one that could have played the imaginary friend Hitler better than Taika himself. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I just think it's a really strong film. So that's my number one. Okay. Who's, who, who wants to go with my guess of my number one? Fucking get it over and done with it. The grand confusion <laughs> passed. No, Lee Duncan Scorsese. <laughs> you've been muted this whole time and you've watched Lee Duncan Scorsese <laughs> whilst watching the podcast. We could have watched it twice in the amount of time it's taken Jamie to get to number one. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is one of my favourite films of all time. And it's like he's being forced at gunpoint. Uh, <laughs> right, say. I'm like, it was number two on my greatest movies of the 2000s behind Saw, obviously. Um, it is the greatest comedy movie ever. Best teen movie. Best female chick flick comedy. Whatever you want to call it. Today, Junior. <laughs> it is Mean Girls. What oh, else? Hell, you don't even go here. <laughs> well, thanks very much for joining us on this week's episode. <laughs> mean Girls is one of my favourite films of all time. Uh, again, I watch it every year on a special day. What day? It's October third. Of course, I watch it every year. Uh, Why October third? Because oh, on October third, he asked me what day it was. It's October third. That's it. That's literally it. And it all of a sudden became Mean Girls Day just because of that quote. Tina Fey's writing in that film oh, is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, and her playing Ooh, the teacher as well. That's a word to use for that. Phenomenal. It's, mean Girls. It's one of the greatest Girls is comedy movies ever made. 
And it, again, written and like done in 2004, it still lives up today. Like you can watch it. It hasn't aged. It's perfect. And everybody in it, like Amy Poehler as the, um, as the mum, you know, the cool mum. She's great. Uh, Rachel McAdams, I absolutely love. And again, I, I think she's actually that. been the most, she's been in the most films, I think, that I've had on here. She's been in three. Uh, Game Night, Wedding Crashes, all top five. So go on, Rachel McAdams. Um, she's great. Um, and Amanda Seyfried <laughs> is one of my favourite characters ever. Like, I love Karen. Karen is like, there's a 70% chance it's raining right Already now. Raining. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, just, I just love her. And that's why I've got the pop figure. I've got the burn book. I've got literally nearly every piece of memorabilia from this world because it's You've got them locked up in your basement. <laughs> Lindsay I wish I had Amanda like, Seyfried locked in my basement. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, she's Oscar nominated. But uh, as I said, I've always been a fan of Amanda Seyfried, uh, from Mean Girls to Veronica Mars, all the way up to obviously Mamma Mia, which is again one of my favourite films of all time as well. Um, so I just I absolutely love Mean Girls. As I said I, I watch it every year. The musical's phenomenal, like Mercedes said as well. The um, the music in it is amazing. Uh, the whole portrayal of the whole Africa in it all in the film as well is just great the way it just goes in between <laughs> well, like, the way it goes the what the way it goes in between like you know when the child fight when they're all like it's like Africa where all the girls are like fighting got, the like, portrayal of Africa <laughs> that's what I thought you said like the, yeah. the film you know, yeah, I worded that completely wrong. But you know, like the way she talks about it is like basically what's going on in my head all the time. Because like obviously I have to do like animal behaviour and things. So when I'm watching people, I'm just seeing like natural like animal. And then she's there just jumping over the it. table, like knocking yeah. out and stuff. And yeah. I think like um, Rachel McAdams' character um, is one of the best like kind of villains and bitches in any film ever. Like the way she's like, oh, yeah, it's like where'd you get it? And it's like that she feels oh, it's great. And then um, later on in the film, it goes, oh, I love your cardigan. Where'd you get it from? And it's like, oh, thank you. My mum, like, stitched it for me, whatever. And it's like, it's the ugliest cardigan I've ever seen in my life. That's what it's like. <laughs> That's why it's obviously Katie thinking, obviously, before as well. Uh, Regina George is one of the greatest characters ever. I said, Karen. Um, and, of course, we didn't even mention it when we're talking about quotes. We have, no, we have it hung up in our bathroom. It's... Four for Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> Every day, like your Glen Coco. Here it is. <laughs> Glen Coco. One of the I most like. He's not even on camera properly. I mean, this actor literally just turned up one day just to be an extra in the film, and he's probably the most famous person in the whole film. You think he's um, Ryan Reynolds? If you've ever watched no Suits, he's in Suits. But um, yeah, Mean Girls is Aaron? What did you say, Aaron? What? I, I thought we were just doing quotes. That was Bend It Like Beckham. <laughs> bar shoes! Bar bar shoes. <laughs> Why wasn't that on your list? <laughs> it might be on the uh, sports one. Oh, you, yeah. Don't you dare put bend it like Beckham. <laughs> bar shoes, bar you know, shoes. We all know what Jared's number one is going to be. My Goal three. Goal. My daughter is in love <laughs> with a girl. <laughs> uh, but not oh. mean girls. Like I said, um, Gretchen Wiener, Fetch, everything about it is is incredible. And I, I love it so much. I don't think my father, the amount of people will be connected to that. Exactly. What? Uh, and again, well, Jingle, we'll jingle Bell we'll Rock. 
the whole Jingle Bell rock dance and everything and the mathletes and the prom bit and you know, pushed her in front of the bus. <laughs> so much I could talk about. And we could go on for hours talking about how great Mean Girls Well, you've told us but three I'll quarters let you talk of the about... film. You might as well carry exactly. on. <laughs> well, okay, let's go into this. <laughs> what have you unlocked? Well, tell us about the sequel. It sounds good. What about, I mean, the teacher? The, uh, oh, the gym sake, teacher? Aaron. And the, uh, <laughs> the gym teacher's having an affair with the twins. It's just great, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah. And of course, Fucking don't amazing. have sex. Because if you have sex, you will get pregnant and die. It's just <laughs> it's just great. And like I said, Tina Fey, it's her best thing she's ever written. I know 30 Rock is really good as well, but like it's just amazing. Is it? Yeah. So number one, mean girls. It's not one, but mean girls should have won. Kieran. Oh we all we all know what my number one is. It's Team America. Yes, it is. Greatest fucking oh, I comedy of all. I will never die. <laughs> oh, like it's Team just... America. A dirk, a dirk, a dirk, a dirk. Wow, this guy's acting is incredible. <laughs> and also, like, oh, I know one of my favorites is there's no I in Team America. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you may have everybody else food, but you ain't fooling me. If you fuck us over, I'll cut off your balls and shove up your ass. You next time you shit, you shit all over your balls. <laughs> we are dicks. We are assholes. <laughs> like that and of course, nobody has mentioned it. As well. The fags, the film actors guild, and everybody's oh. favorite actor, <laughs> Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> the f- that is probably You're the best the portrayal of an actor ever. <laughs> it's like, but I never looked like that's the thing. Like I swear, like they're the only people who get away with it. But like, there's no real reason for that joke. It's just the fact that they just looked at Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it goes through. It goes through all the actors, doesn't it? It goes like, here's Alec Baldwin. Here's Tim Robbins. Like he has a little bit, and then it goes over to like all different actors, like Sean Penn and stuff. And then it goes also in attendance of these people, blah 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 blah, like people you never heard of. And then it goes, and Matt Damon, who just goes, Matt Damon. And the fucking I, I have a tone. Yeah, like I said, that's in the first ten minutes of the film. In the first ten minutes of the film, you have them going to France. You have a little boy bumping into fucking Bin Laden. You have the Eiffel Tower being blown up. The love being blown up. You've got obviously America coming and destroying everything. Then you go to oh. lease the musical. Then you've got everyone has AIDS. Then you've got him going into a car, getting offered to have a blowjob. That's in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of the film. I'm not getting in a car. What? Oh, so basically, God. you're going to say that I have to suck you off and you're going to get me in the film? He's like, no, of course not. Gets in the film. Now, suck my cock. <laughs> We've all. First 10 it. minutes of the film, all of that happens. Puked. And he has like a one minute puke scene where it was just a minute <laughs> yes, of him I straight. About <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hate Hollywood. Yeah, I know it's the one thing you hate about it, but it, it's just great. I, I absolutely love the film. Oh, it, it's, it's just amazing. so amazing. I don't know how anyone can watch that film and just not laugh at it. I haven't met a single person who hasn't found that film funny as fuck. It's so good. It's so amazing. And again, Michael Moore as well. In it. <laughs> <laughs> he just tries to blow up. 
<laughs> he just tries to blow, he like shoots up the whole Thunderbirds game. <laughs> okay, we are at our final two people. Mercedes, what is your number one? My one. Oh. It's role models. It's role models. Can you even hear me? I'm going to over here again. <laughs> Maybe I should watch this film since it seems to be very highly rated. I don't even think I've heard of the thing. Have you seen role models? Oh, no. So good. So, so good. much fun. Yeah, don't be a BS. Love takes you down to the street. Hey, oh, I love wings. Hilarious. And all, all the quotes that you do so well. Who's that? All hail Zandia. Apollo has lifted his skirt. Diana has put away her buzzer. The day has been launched. Let us gingerly touch our tips. And of course, oh my God, a minotaur! Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's the one film that we uh, that we'll easily just put on when we get in bed and just uh, wind down to. It's just fantastic. So quotable. Yeah, Charlie Scott and Paul Rudd are amazing in it, and Jane Lynch. I just love Jane Lynch so much. Like this, like for me is like, like what I think of when I think of her rather than Glee. Like I just, she's just brilliant in it. Um, and yeah, Christopher Mint Foss as well. Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, you've said everything already. But it's great. It's a great film. It's my number one, for absolute sure. Okay, Taryn, finish it off. What is your yeah. number one? Schindler's List. It's fucking hilarious, that oh, one. Oh, it's also a 20th century film. Oh, is it? Oh, bugger. We'll have to go for Frothy Top again, then, in that case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, my uh, my number one. Nobody's mentioned it. I, I think. Well, I say nobody's mentioned it. I think it was mentioned in an honourable mentions, um, but it certainly hasn't been on anyone's list. I don't think uh, it's been a long. He's been a goddamn long evening. It is. I can't remember what every anyone else's stuff was. This is an absolute cult classic. Very quotable. It's a coming of age film, and it's such a sweet film. You, you, you I, I watch it, and as funny as it is you can't help but just feel like I don't know how to describe it, nice is probably the word, you just feel nice all the way I through I think I know what it is um, and it is Napoleon Dynamite Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite is as funny as any of the, uh, Napoleon Dynamite is as <laughs> funny as Team America for quotability um, it's absolutely incredible I just, you, you, you don't Usually people relate to characters because they know somebody like them or they are that type of person. I don't know anybody or have never known anybody like Napoleon Dynamite, yet somehow (laughs) he's relatable all the way through. The Happy Hands Club. (laughs) Um, The fucking... I don't don't even know... These, Uncle Rico is is an absolute brilliant character in that. He's so underrated. His absolute fascination with thinking he's incredible, thinking he was going to make it in the NFL. And he's just, just coming out with stupid things like where he goes, what, what, what's better than I can throw football over those mountains? Like, he just comes out with absolute <laughs> stupid things. Um, Rex Kondo at the beginning, the Taekwondo. It's the face, watch that film and look at the facial expressions of Napoleon and his brother throughout, throughout the film. And like I said, it's just, a, it's just a nice film. You've got like the romantic interest, well, you think there's going to be the romantic interest with Deb, but you know, there doesn't need to be any sex in the film. There doesn't need to be any violence. Um, 
it's just a nice film, and it's a film about friendship. And of course, it's got the feel good moment at the end. It's got the classic dance scene at the mm. end. Um, but there's no there's no climax to the film. There doesn't need to. It's just people carrying on with with their lives. Again, it, it's a film with very little story, but the the characters drive the narrative in it. And it's like I said, it's just a nice film. It makes you feel good, and it is hilarious. That you know anybody who hasn't seen it needs to go see because the, the shit that he just comes out with is shit that people would just say, but he just makes it funny. Like those lines aren't funny out of context. Um, but just the the way that I mean, it, you haven't it, even it said presented. the best line yet. Well, there's too many lines. What would be the best line for you? Come on, Tina, eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. <laughs> hey, Napoleon, what did you do last summer? I told you, I spent it with my uncle in Alaska hunting wolverines. Did you shoot any? Yeah, like fifty of them. <laughs> they were trying to attack my cousin. What kind of gun did you use? A freaking twelve gauge. What do you think? Like that's not funny, but it is like. <laughs> I'm trying to earn money to go to college. Your mum goes to college. <laughs> like, that's just something you would say to your mates. <laughs> that is just slagging off the, the mum. I love it. It absolutely is. If we're looking at films that were made after the year 2000, which we are, that's the whole point of this podcast, uh, that is absolutely number one for me. It is very, very good. I made Mercedes watch it last year. She didn't get it, but... It's it's, do you know what the first time I watched it I'm the same Mercedes I didn't get it I thought why is this funny and I watched it again and again and again and it is absolutely hilarious best thing I would say if you're going to rewatch it is it's a film you don't need to get because there isn't a meaning to it it's just a few days of somebody in school and that's the best way to describe it and just seeing how he lives his life and lives in school whatever I want you gosh freaking idiot Vote for me, and all your wildest dreams will come true. <laughs> um, so that concludes the 21st century comedy. We have a scoreboard. Real? That is real. But that's how you add up. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> so, Shall I log off now? Just missing out in the top five. Uh, well, technically, it's, it's tied. There's a few ties in here, but... Um, what oh, we do, Shadows and the Hangover had 16 points. On 19 points was kind of like a couple's kind of thing. It was like first and second, first and second. It was uh, Emily and Aaron's first and second, and a Mercedes and mine first and second. It was Grand Budapest and Role Models. Um, next up, tied, tied in second place with 21 points is Jojo Rabbit and Mean Girls, which means tonight's winners on 28 points. Is Hot Fuzz Time Machine? What? <laughs> it's Hot Fuzz. Oh, all right, I thought you were fair play. <laughs> You're like, what? Hot the Time Machine? <laughs> I was like, that was only mentioned once. <laughs> I'll take Hot that any Fuzz. day over that film great, about big, girls. Bushy beard. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a uh, quite a. Yeah, like I said there's a lot. Of I'm, I'm not. I, I can. I like that Hot Fuzz being the board. Yeah, I can see it. Place. Yeah. I think it was the only film. There was a, there was Mean Girls and Hot Fuzz were on four lists, um, which obviously was the most. There wasn't anything that went on everybody's list. What um, about Napoleon Dynamite? That's a good film. Well, that was only your number <laughs> one, wasn't it? So there you go. Don't forget about Team America. Surely Team America's got to be up there, was it not? That was on a few lists. That was yeah, was that only on... 
it was quite low though, wasn't it? Like, where is Team America gone? Team America got 15 points, so it just missed out. Fair play, no fair um, play. I mean, Loose I don't make I don't make the rules. I do, but you know, it didn't make. I was say. <laughs> so it's hot. It's hot fuzz, then, is it? I'll take that. Hot fuzz got the most points, so yes. It's got the police in it. They're doing a wonderful job, a wonderful job. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> that is the... I mean, if you had to choose now between American Pie and Hot Fuzz, what would you pick? Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. American <laughs> Pie. American <laughs> Pie. I'd argue American Pie, American pie girl, but you know, it's fine. Um, yeah, 20th century to 21st century is American Pie for 20th, and 21st century is Hot Fuzz, so there are your comedy movies. And that concludes our two-part episode on the greatest comedy movies ever. Uh, join us next time. We'll be talking sport in film, which is going to be fun. So see you then.